Winterfell is. Do you love Cast of Thrones and want to help us offset some of our recording and hosting costs? Head on over to castofthrones.com slash donate and give us those golden dragons or even a monthly pledge of a silver stag. And now, on with the podcast. The Game of Thrones podcast. This week, season three, episode five, Kissed by Fire. Mm-hmm. I am Michael Thrifty Nerd tomorrow, and with me is Nick Bristow. I was kissed by fire in my special place. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird. Ugh. Not like yep. <laughs> Jennifer Cheek. Hey guys, what up? Uh, this is actually Cast of Butts. Game of Thrones butt cast. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You would know Jennifer. <laughs> cheek. <laughs> oh, cheeky. I've never heard that joke ever. <laughs> so we uh, got to talk about. <gasps> Wait. Huh? Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Tim Lanning is here also. Hello, guys. I'm glad we can all agree to be professional <laughs> on this The Kiss by Fire episode <laughs> of Cast of Thrones. <laughs> It's Can we all act like adults? No. Just because this episode had 17 butts in it doesn't Look, mean we I, have to giggle like school children. You know, maybe it's just because it's spring in the air. Like, But I do feel like the episode last night transported me straight back to middle school. And I was yeah. really uh, giggling about all the nudity that was happening. I'd like to clarify that I'm not kissed by fire, and I really didn't think that joke through. Uh <laughs> Guys, I want to um, before we get into the serious Game of Thrones talk, I want to, yes. I want to, I, I want to clear something up. Okay, uh, so people at home, we have just had an eight minute and fifty second uh, <laughs> conversation about butts and possible ball sacks. If you would like to hear that discussion, listen to the end of the episode. Okay, after the spoilers or before the spoilers? I think we have to go. Oh boy, that is that's a tough one. I think we have to go after the spoilers. I think I think it has to be after, after the, the spoilers. Final so music. if you like really hang in until the end, then you are graced with our opinions about butts. So for basically, nine like the people that don't listen to our spoilers, we're limiting like the amount of people exposed. If to that you don't want spoilers, just when you hear the music, then pause your pod pause the podcast look at your device that you're listening to it on or your computer go to the end do some subtraction take eight minutes away and then listen that's a good point just listen to all of that just go to eight minutes before the end how about that wow that's that's like as difficult as uh beating the the hound at a sword fight oh my gosh you know what i'm saying let's get into it where are we tim uh we are somewhere outside we're in the riverlands we're somewhere in a cave between Harrenhal, uh, River Run, and that whole area, and uh, also the Twins, somewhere in between there, which is a huge tract of land. Just yeah. suffice it to say, we're in the Trident area. It's not like fucking like Texas. Like Westeros is like the United States. It's huge, right? Well, he said that it's supposed to be the size of South America, and then he came back and said, "Oh, that." May have been a mistake. Because just the like has, it's actually the size of two South America. Uh, 
Uh, and because he, he mentioned that he accidentally made the wall way too big. <laughs> yeah, I, like uh, too yeah. tall? Yeah, both. Too, oh, too tall, too wide. He's like, my bad. Guys, my bad. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, he's, not, he's not a, a cartographer. Oh, he he's is a, a cartographer. Oh, well, never mind. He's, he's a web builder. He's a mind cartographer. Yeah. Anyway, so we're with the Brotherhood Without Banners, and last week when we left off, there was about to be a sweet sword fight between... A trial by combat, if you will. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over, overseen by the Lord of Light, between Sandor Clegane, the Hound, and Sir Beric Dondarrion, yes. the Lightning Lord. And mm-hmm. boy, was this a good fight. Yeah. So far, this has been the best one-on-one battle. Yeah, it was I think pretty excellent. Well, I, I just, you know, to, to start it off, I th- I was very, because I was like, oh, Thoros of Mirth, he's this goofy guy. He does not seem, like, religious. Mm-hmm. And yet, at the beginning of this fight, he was dead serious and very, very religious, very Lord of Lighty. Very convincing. It's very, uh, like, you know, planned and, uh, what is it? Um, Liturgical. Yeah. I, I guess you know that he went through the he went through all the motions. Yeah. Well, here's of, the thing that's interesting about Thoros, though. Like he like openly admits that he's like just he's just like a drunken dude, but that for whatever reason the Lord of Light uses him as a vessel. So I yeah. feel like he's actually more convincing than if he was like, yes, I'm the one true priest, uh, right. the Red God. Like he's like, no, like. I just do stuff for him. He's really powerful. He had to say the words. It's more it, you're you're more likely to believe him because like he he's not he's not in it for you know his own gain. He's just exactly. like it's just something like you know hey he chose me so you know I do it. I'd rather be drunk. Here right. I am, Lord send me. Right. He's like yeah, I will light this sword on fire. I Which, think it was really good for the um for the people at home to hear him say the night is dark and full of terrors. Oh, so, for sure. So they're like, oh, those are the same that thing. Guy. Yeah, and I think yeah. they're overplaying the fact that the Brotherhood people are for the Red God. Yeah, because right. I don't know if that's actually what happened in the I book. think it, it, that's just semantics because they're like straight up resurrecting their leader. Yeah. So it's almost like... They can't choose to not really follow him because, like, uh oh. Why, why would they choose though? Like, why would they choose Every other god in the show, like, or thus far, or in the books, or whatever, like, they they haven't been like you know physically like giving like the people like gifts or you know things that they can. Yeah, Relora is the only one who's. Yeah, so they're seeing Beric Dondarrion come back six times. They're like, yeah, this is. This is actually real. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't care how unreligious you are in real life. If you saw your buddy get resurrected six times, you're going to be like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm, this is real. This is a thing." Yeah, yeah it's not what the Bible says, but <laughs> or if it's like someone walked walked across, you know, the pool. So and that's why I worship David Blaine, but <laughs> he is <laughs> a, a, good a great wizard. So yeah, this was a I thought a super interesting entertaining sword fight i think there's a it was well choreographed mm-hmm. it didn't have that standard like stilted movements i thought it was great yeah and it, well it was interesting watching that though so i'm like guys you're fighting in a cave yeah like a circle and you're like knocking into people and like setting shit on fire around right you. oh the flaming I, sword was totally badass okay oh, first right. of all do you i mean what do you think the fire would kind of weaken the integrity of that sword uh, well, yeah clearly. that's why it got chopped in it half. does yeah that's <laughs> what, like um, seems like a bad idea although it works at first because you know as we know the hound is definitely afraid of fire oh, yeah, he is weak to fire yeah it, yeah it's super yeah. effective against him <laughs> in book one they even mentioned that thoris's swords break constantly yeah because yeah. yeah doesn't like the the smith yeah gendry's uh, smith is, makes him his swords and, like, and they break all guy. the time yeah 
I mean, he actually probably doesn't hate him. He probably loves he him. He loves him. He's like, sweet, I get to make yeah. another sword. I think Gendry gave him paid. a. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's a dream job for a blacksmith. Exactly. Um, so they fight, and... Yeah, a badass sword fight. Guys, Barrett gets straight up chopped in his shoulder, like, down into... I can only assume his heart. I don't know. I don't know what the heart is, but it was all up in his shoulder. <laughs> he, yeah. he got hurt. He got Target. injured real bad. I mean, the sword went in, like, a foot. It, that was like the most blood spurting out of yeah. like. Well, idiot. I mean, speaking of like, his sword broke. His sword that was on the fire got broken. Yeah, he he, he fucked up. Yeah, he fucked up because he had the hound. The hound's shield was on fire. He was starting to freak out. Like yeah. it was going good for him until he got killed. Yeah, I'm mm. not even sure why uh, Lord Barrack was on his knee right there. I think it was a little strange. Well, he, he got knocked down somehow. Well, here's another thing, too. Like, later when uh, Arya and uh, Thoros are chatting with Beric, he's like, you know, every time I get brought back, I'm a little less. So I just wonder if he's just, like, not on his game because, you know, he's been resurrected, like, five times. Yeah. Like, and, and, he's and died five times. Thoros says it's getting harder, you know. He's like, I know. Yeah. So, like, they're talking about both being trained. In, yeah. Okay. So in the book, I think they go into uh, pretty great detail about how, like every time, like okay, so in the book, it, I don't think it happens this quick. He dies, and then they like quickly like grab him and then like rush him off to another room. And I think they like have to like really, really like try to bring him back. I, I remember them like struggling a lot more. Like it takes more out of them to bring him back. He didn't just yeah. have to, Thoros didn't just have to say some stuff and yeah, and, and then, like, hey, he's alive. This massive it's... wound healed. Yeah, it makes it seem like Thoros is doing like. Magic ass magic, and it's taking energy out from it. Yeah. Out of him. His mana is real low. Oh, at the end so of it. low. Mm-hmm. Was he brought back in the same chapter in the book? Yeah, it was at the very end, I believe. Because it was so, it was not this so crazy. It was not this fast. I, yeah, I don't remember. Like, I honestly, like, kind of like missed the whole like him coming back thing i was i was very confused i remember that when i was reading it it happens it's one of those things that it's the classic george r, r. martin ending a chapter on a what the fuck so i believe that the chapter ends with Beric coming back mm-hmm. and i think it's very similar where aria wants to stab the hound but i don't entirely remember we'll have to do a book club yeah it's been two years at least since i've read this book like i do not remember and it's the best book and it's the best book so we gotta do that anyway um uh, yeah so uh the the hound he gets released basically they're like you're one uh and aria she is furious oh she's so mad she, i love she, her yeah she she charges him with like a dagger i think yeah she stole a dagger from one of the brothers mm-hmm. And like, like the anger in her voice is so impressive. So, okay, oh, so she so says, burn in, "Burn in hell." Do they yeah. have hell? Yeah, they they it's always hell. call it the seven hells or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. but do they even talk about heaven though? Maybe they just have hell in Westeros. That's what I'm wondering because, like, I thought <laughs> like that would hell. Well, the Dothraki is at heaven. Thing. The Dothraki yeah. is like go and ride around in the, the sky. Yeah. yeah, that's but Dothraki they, though. But do they all call it hell in heaven? I get, yeah, they say seven hells. That's like a curse mm. that exists. Seven hells, Ned. But, but now I don't remember if they've ever said heaven before. Yeah, maybe there is no heaven. Well, the oh, thing hell. is, your life is so shitty back then, like, that's just not even a thing. Maybe yeah. hell's better than yeah. <laughs> living on Westeros. I don't know. Um, so uh, but, they, they relieve the hound of his gold and let him go. But they give him an IOU. It's yeah. worth just as good as money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he gets like 0% interest on that, so it's it's good. Wait, that's the opposite of what he wants. He wants the interest because he's lonely against them. I know. 
he's pissed. Yeah. Um, they're like, sorry, we're outlaws. Nick, Sucks. you've ruined our economy yet again. <laughs> <laughs> Who even knows what's going on with that? And uh, Gendry, it says, I'm going to do the opposite of the hound, and I'm not going to leave. Yeah. Well, this scene was giving me have too many emotions. So yeah, this was a great... Oh, God, it was good. Yeah. Honestly, like, this episode alone... Okay, last week's episode um, was really great, and the, you know, the Danny's episode was really I, great. But this episode... So many feels, like so many, so many, like just like great acting between, yeah, you know, just people. And I think it moved really fast. I think there's a lot of character development this week, which, I mean, I know I, that's what I enjoy. That's what I care about. Like, I don't even care about plot as much as I care about character mm-hmm. development. So, like, I know some people were like, "Oh, this wasn't as good as last week," and I'm like, "Okay, like, I understand." What? No, they're, they're wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. This episode, like Game of Thrones, up to this point, it's been like you know whatever you know where you're doing this. This episode is the beginning of like the rest of the series. Oh my god! Yeah, this yeah, is exactly. the fir- to be honest, this is the first thing that like stuff started happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. like things like other episodes had things that happened and they stopped. Yeah, uh, we- Danny took over the city. It's done. But this is more like here's where we're going. This is setting shit in motion. Exactly. Yeah, like we will be dealing with this shit. For the next ten years, will yeah. all of us will be on you know retired, you know from our jobs? We'll be old, maybe dead. Probably yes. dead. Um. Anyway, going back back to character development. So Gendry is like, "Hey, sorry, Arya, I'm totally not gonna go with you to River because yeah. I choose to stay here with the Brotherhood. I choose it myself. I've been serving people my entire life, and I'm actually making a decision." On hey, my own. Gendry, it sounds like you want to cho- uh, join the Wildlings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's kind of that's, far from them, so... That's kind of what the Brothers Without Banner are. And Arya wants him to come with her, but if he goes with her, then he'll just be... I mean, he'll still be a servant, and she'll still be a lordling. Yeah. And that's he, the thing. He'll be my lady. Oh, and the part, she's all like, you, you can be my family, and he's like, no, that can't happen, because he's a commoner, and she is a lady. And it will never... Some people were trying to be like... Oh, there were some like overtones that he was in love with her. I'm like, stop that. That's no, good. yeah, not it's that. brother. He's sister. way old for her. Mm-hmm. Come back, okay. If you want to make a fan fiction like ten he's years like, from now, he's like fine. seven years older than her. She's like <laughs> eleven. But, uh, yeah, right now. But yeah, like when she's twenty or eighteen, it in this world, it's yeah. not. It's not. That's nothing. what I said. You know, age him for ten years in your brain and write a fan fiction. You're, Hell. Fine. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Sansa's gonna marry Tyrion. Oh, hey, that's jumping ahead. Yeah, Tim. God, spoilers, Tim. God. Spo- we're gonna talk about it later. <laughs> Jesus, I was proving a point from this own episode. It's fu- It's still fucked really, up. Just really like put you in the dirt. Yeah, it's Westeros is fucked up again. If we've not said that enough, it is. I hate it so much. Um, anyway, <laughs> so Arya's like. Arya is like the saddest. She's so sad because Gendry's like the only hot pie already left her. She didn't really care. Like she, she kind of <laughs> cared about hot pie, but her and Gendry were like bros. And Gendry's one. like, sorry, man. Um, so she's sitting around the fire, being like the saddest person ever. While <laughs> Doing the only thing that she enjoys, which is plotting murder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah she, she has does. a little prayer. So good. And Thoros yeah, talks to her a bit. Yeah, and uh, Beric's like, are you afraid of me? She's like, like, no. no. <laughs> they go through all of his deaths, and I love oh, it. The best one is, uh, oh, they, when they hung me, they stabbed me in the eye. They just couldn't yeah. decide how they wanted to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, coyly 
lifts up his eye flap like, oh! Look at I'm, I'm so zany. Ugh. Grody. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what we wanted to talk about, I guess, throughout the past two years was the fact that this fella, Dondarian, is mentioned several small times throughout the uh, book. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where's Dondarian? We're like, we know where he is. Yeah. And in passing, they, they there's like a thing that he was beaten at the Red Fork or the Mummer's Ford or something yeah. like that. Yeah, every like everybody has a tale like, oh no, so and so killed him, like he's dead, and then someone's yeah. like, oh so he no killed way. him. Now like he's captured, like no, he's back. Yeah, so, and, and it's because all those things are probably they're true. It's just that yeah. he keeps coming back. Yeah, and so like in the book, like the brothers of the banners, like they get this kind of myth mythos around them. You know, they're kind of revered because people keep killing them, they keep coming back. What's yeah, and they've been harassing um, the Lannisters for right. like. A year now. Well, yeah. you can see why the mountain was like, you know, trying to get them and torturing all those people. Well, I mean, you can't see why he was torturing them, but, but this is, you know, this is why because they've just been a thorn in their side for yeah. yeah. Right. And and if you also forget that, uh, Beric Dondarrion was the one sent out by Ned. Yeah. In right. season one, mm-hmm. like a million years ago, and it was a different actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's gonna do? And he failed because he died. Yeah. And then. Anyway. He did. Anyway, so at the end of this, Arya is going to be taken to River Run and exchanged for a donation. As a hostage. <laughs> yeah, pretty Don't much. Don't think of it like that. Yeah, like it's pretty much just like that. Um, <laughs> but hey, they're poor. Like, I need, they need cash. What are they going to do? They're, tr- they're like the Robin paid. Hood and the Merry Men. So, you know. Gotta get that money. Lovable outlaws. It's very pr- pragmatic and gangster, which yeah. is my two favorite things. Oh, man. You got to be both of those all the time. So... Hey, let's go somewhere different. Like beyond the wall. Oh, oh yeah, gosh. let's do it, guys. Oh man, it's so let's cold. go to a sex cave. Uh, <laughs> the secret sex, sex cave. cave. <laughs> so, the only thing that happens in this little section, I guess, first John is talking to Tormund Giants Bane, and that and Orel. Or what is his name? Orel. Orel. And they're quizzing Aurel. him about the Night's Watch, and John's kind of like, oh, I don't. I need to tell him something, but like I don't want to tell him everything. Yeah. So they're like, you're like, ah, oh, how many? What's the watch like? And like, how many people are there? Is it awesome? Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, there's a thousand people at Castle Black. They're like, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Especially that way. Yeah, that is such a dumb lie because like, yeah, Orel could turn into a bird and go find and, out. Like, I'm gonna go as a bird and then as a rat and like live inside Castle Black. And like, there's like nine people here. It looked <laughs> like Orel was like. In an animal and in his body, because he kept like he was like looking away the whole time. <laughs> the way that he was staring, I couldn't tell if it was like him just being weird, trying to be menacing, or yeah, like I don't know how to be a human guys. Anymore. I think it's just his eyes. I think it's just what he looks like. Yeah, dude, <laughs> he, has wonky, he does have a wonky eye. That prosthetic is just how he is in real life. No, no, yeah, I think the pretty sure the actor does have like, a wonky eye. Yeah, that's like what he looks yeah, yeah. like. Yes. You guys are being so rude right now. No, no, no. Like, the way he was looking was because his mouth is a little he open. He was, like, looking to the side. He wasn't looking at Jon Snow. Mm. I don't think he was. I think he was. I think the point is that one of his eyes was looking at Jon Snow <laughs> exactly. and the other one was not. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so they're, they're like, I don't believe you, really. And Tormund, being all badass, is like, I like you, boy, but I will open your guts or something like that. I'll your guts out through your mouth. Yeah. he's. I feel like Tormund John Spain is another man not to be fucked with. Yeah. I will not mess with him. Well, because he is, he is big and mean. 
He's the bane of giants. Guys, do you think we'll see more giants? I miss them. Oh boy, I hope so. Because uh, I don't know. They seem expensive. <laughs> yeah, they seem very expensive. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. I, hate, I hate that. Like when like I, I explain to the show and then they're like, oh, why don't they do this giant battle? And like I have to because like I know it's like they rent it. They don't have enough money. Like I yeah. rent them to just have more money. I mean, just people people money. say that it's like. It makes so much money, but I'm like, I know, but it's just so difficult. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to have horses on screen? That's what they said was so difficult about season one. It's like horses. whenever they had to have a horse on the screen, the the filming like quadrupled, the cost yeah. quadrupled. So, if you look if you look closely now in the later seasons, they're not even horses, they're just large cats. Yeah, that's why uh Gregor Clegane had to kill those horses. They were like, too expensive. <laughs> Cut their losses and get rid of those. Yeah, guys. it's a lot much cheaper cheaper to cut a horse's head off than to have to like feed it, and feed like, it, and it. so forth. But oh, uh, remind me that there's a dire wolf in this episode. Oh, did yeah. you guys spot the dire wolf in this episode? I, I don't think I did. He's like in the background. I didn't notice yeah. it at all. Tim's like, oh my god, dire wolf, and I was like, what? It's a secret. It's a secret dire wolf yeah, in the background. He's standing in the background in the shadows next to a guard. Yep, just and, chilling. Uh, in, in, is this not not beyond the wall? No, yeah, not here. Run. Um, no, I guess Ghost is still fucking hanging out with knows, Sam or something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. What is that? Who is? I can't. Have we talked about my spoiler prediction for that? Yeah, no. I think so. I'm oh just, yeah, we I'm have. I'm talking about it for another nine minutes. Not now. Not we'll now. Talk about it later. Okay. Um, back to Beyond the Wall. So they're Tormund and what's his face? I always Oral are like, man, I don't believe you. And Egret's like, no way. You, he's real. He's really his magic. <laughs> John Snoo. So, yeah. uh, uh, Egret steals John's sword. <laughs> like, you well, can steal it back from me if you want. She doesn't do a very good job of keeping it. Like, she like basically just gives it back to him. I don't know what the point of that was. You think that? Yeah, it's almost like she had other intentions. In it's mind. weird. Mm-hmm. Normally, I would give the show mad yay for this scene because I'm a hater, but <laughs> I thought this was so like. This happens in the book. And then, like, well, no, no, no. like, the way that she's like, I saw your sword. He's like, give it back. Eh, But then I I think it really worked, given, like, how somber and gloomy John is. And and how much Ygritte just, Ygritte, like, fucks with him constantly. She loves it. It's, like, her favorite thing in the world. Well, okay. Can we talk about, in the the courtship of Ygritte and Jon Snow in the book is, like, they, like, share a tent, and she constantly tries to have sex with him. Yeah. yeah, there's like a thousand percent more butt wiggling. Yeah, I <laughs> I felt like this was, I don't know, it felt rushed to me, even though this has been like dragged out since last season. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't feel like, I don't know, I, I think they didn't really show it this season very much. I think much. we didn't get very much character development between them because there's just been so much information overload. Yeah. As in here are the these, these are giants, this is Mance, this is how we fight, burn yeah. the bodies. Yeah, burn So they burn didn't get as much of a... I guess uh, right. Well, we didn't, we didn't see yeah. they're, they're in the book. They're like traveling to this spot a long ways, and they're like doing stuff along the way, and and then like this is like in the book they're like already like a couple when they get to this like yeah. magic cave waterfall with. Oh hops. yeah, they'd already been like boning for a while, in yeah. in the books. I went. Oh, they, this wasn't the first time. No, no, they had sex like because basically she is like she like laid down the law on him. They're like sharing the blankets. And she's like, if you do not have sex with me, like oh, yeah. I'm gonna be like, nope, he's a crow. He's not real. And yeah. he's like, well, there's this lady right here. I guess I got she this boner. She basically assaults him every single night, and then <laughs> finally it worked. 
Well, yeah. the thing is that the only reason that John didn't want to was because of his stupid bow. It wasn't well, no, because no, no, he no. wasn't into it. He, 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 doesn't, he doesn't want to make bastard. Yeah, he doesn't exactly. want to make a bastard. Remember? Because yeah. he's like, oh, I don't want what I am. Oh, he's so emo. My That's why God. he's a maid. Yeah. Oh, so cute. But anyway, so yeah, this cave scene in the book, like there was so much more buildup, and it was like it was very sweet in the right, book. right, right. Which is it's fine. It, I, the, uh, the it's one of those weird things. that's like I'm not saying anything bad about it. It's just I really would have wished that we had that emotional bond, yeah. deeper. Because at this point, it's like there ain't no fucking way they're gonna stay in that cave. Yeah, because like when when in the book, she's all like, oh, let's just like run away and like stay here. Yeah, because they're already just... like separated with a fence. We could yeah, live you... here. Like that could be the kitchen. Yeah. Be the we could just play house in this cave for the next. In this sweet forever. ass cave hot tub. We have water and heat. That's like how does hard to how does she she knows about it? Like she found it at some point, but I feel like everybody would know about it at this point. Well, that would be a line out the door of people taking baths. Yeah, yeah. like with towels. We should have had four men's giant spade just run in and like splash in the middle. Yeah. Hey guys, you guys done with the fucking cave? Someone yeah. else needs to fucking here. Yeah, that's what <laughs> several people were saying to us on Twitter. It's like, are you telling me, and on Facebook, <laughs> are you telling me that like this giant cold wasteland, everyone's just gonna be cool hanging out for the furs while these two like kids bone inside? That's yeah. the thing. in the book though. This cave, like this little area, is like deep in a cave. Like it yeah, is yeah, like, way like yeah, it's 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 like almost like maybe we won't find our way back exactly, but yeah. Egret knows it's there, and that's why like not ever it's like not ever ruined people because it's yeah like, they have to like back. crawl in there and shit. Yeah, it's weird. But and, hey, this is uh well, the moment that you know has been being built up since yeah. episode one because Jon Snow has been such a yeah me Gus. He was being cute. He, he was, was being he cute. He was so cute. It was a little, I don't know. It, it almost seemed anachronistic. Almost like how would people be nice to each other back in the day? <laughs> I, only. I knew how to be terrible to each other. Yeah, this is Westeros. Like, Why didn't he not hit her? And they're all like cuddling <laughs> and be all schmoopy at each other. Yeah, they're and doing they're, mouth stuff. They did mouth oh my god. That was I don't that was weird. <laughs> Shut up, Nick. It was great. Can you even do that thing up? No, it was just weird because oh, like is a maid and he's just like, I'm made and also a Sex god. Okay, actually, you know what? This is kind of a dumb thing. So, we gave the show tons of shit for making Pod a sex god, but <laughs> George R. R. Martin made John a, a, not a sex god per se, but a mouth a prodigy. stuff. A prodigy. A mouth stuff god. Well, there is no mouth, mouth stuff in the book. Yes, there was. What? Yeah, no, there the, was. The, there the was Lord's mouth kiss. stuff in the book? The, the Lord's kiss, kiss is directly thing. taken. That is exactly the book. That, like, to me, is, like, third only to, like, giants and one other dumb thing. Yeah, and you know that. nothing, like, Jon Snow. Like, this? you know nothing, Jon Snow, and the yes. Lord's kiss. That is, like, what happens with yeah. Jon Snow. I gotta read book three again. But he doesn't yeah, start do. off with the Lord's kiss. Right, you're correct. But he does do it on his own. He does, He yeah. He does it on his own? That's pretty impressive. Yeah, He's very good flexible. job, John. Although, to be fair, I mean, John hung out with, like, Theon and Rob. Even yeah. Rob, I don't know, even Rob, maybe. I don't I know what he's I think they made it sound on. like Rob, maybe. Because uh... I feel like him and Theon were, like, joking at some point in the first book. Yeah. And, like, John's being all emo, like, kind of yeah. hearing them. Yeah. And John's <laughs> and vaguely older than Rob, so it's like... They're around the same age. Yeah. Who's anyway. to say? He's to me all I'm saying is that he lived with Theon and you know Theon was like yeah, every day, like and like 
I could see Theon being the type, like, on the one hand, I'm like, maybe Theon's the kind of guy that would never go down on a girl, but I could also see him being like, yeah, I'm the best at it. I'm really right. awesome. He makes rude gestures, like, at yeah. Jon Snow, like, behind Ned's back or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jon Snow cries in his bunk and he has <laughs> weird feelings. It's like, mm-hmm. why do I always think about he, Theon? J- Jon Snow <laughs> just, like, goes to his bunk, starts crying, and then just studies up on them penthouse letters because, he like, he's ready. What we're saying is Theon is like the brother from American Pie played by Casey Affleck. Did we make this joke like three days ago? I don't think so. I don't know. My life is a blur. I drink a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that's it for Beyond the Wall. Mouse stuff happened. It was good. Beyond the the Wall. Mouse stuff. Yep. Butts and butts and boobs and mouse stuff. I still love. He grant paid the iron price, but only for a second. Sure did. Yeah. I was surprised. I didn't think she were, they were going to show her. Yeah, she was a little skitty little thing. She is. Which makes sense. Yeah. She's a they had a long butt shot on her. Hmm. That's easy because you don't have to accidentally not show a vagina. <laughs> True. <laughs> Our balls. Now, Merkin. <laughs> that will hide a vagina. Let us not talk about the Merkin. Yeah. We, we really do talk about those too much. We Guys. talk about the Merkin all the time off the show and on the show. It's pretty I think about it every day. Do you guys want to go to Heron Hall? Yeah. The most the Magical most melted, the most melted of castles in Westeros. Oh, for sure. Um, guys, Locke, and his name is Locke. So he's finally Locke. Totally, totally Locke. They and finally, after how many episodes? Like nine. They say his name. They say <laughs> Locke. Yeah. Shut up! You're being a douche. Yeah, I man, Roose Bolton, guys, Roose Bolton. He is great. Yeah. Like not as in I, I like him, but he's a great <laughs> character. He's a great person. I get you. Because, like, it's really interesting because they bring Jamie and Brienne up and Bruce is all like, oh, like, stop being a dick. Like, sorry, Brienne. Sorry, Because remember, Brienne and him have met. Yeah. And somewhat have hung out. Yeah, they are listen. aware of each other. But then he acts like he's going to be nice to Jamie and he trolls him. He trolls him. That's exactly what yeah. he's like. He trolls him so hard because he's all like, oh, like, you haven't heard How do I your say sister. This? And then it's like, oh, JK, she's totally fine. But he does troll him, but, like, I... I couldn't remember. I thought she was going to be like, oh, she's dead and really pissed yeah, him off. Yeah, could have been a, a, a lot worse. But. Yeah, he could. I think he, he was just like joking around, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he still was mean. He doesn't seem but. the type to joke. I don't think Rich Bolton's ever made a joke. I think this was he, more of well, a, a slow torture. Yeah, no, he, this is a torture thing, not a not a haha. Yeah. This was um, a, I want to mess with your brain. But let me say, goddamn, like nothing makes me want to get the Blu ray. Uh, discs of this. What do you? How, how do you say it? the Blu-rays, the Blu-ray DVDs? I think you call I them blues. The blues, the blueies. Looking at how insane, um, like Jamie's face looks with the mud, and like just how crisp it looked on HBO Go. Like, man, I want to own a Blu-ray player and then the blues. a blues player and get yeah. a bluey because <laughs> look how good that's gonna look. Not just to pull a thrifty into like. Scream in hardcore to the balls, but like <laughs> I want to see that mud. And they do the makeup effects on Jamie, like so his good. face is so good. Oh my, body. He's so body. grizzled. The like, weird thing is, is uh, when Thrifty was doing that, his wife walked in and she was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Research." <laughs> she, Don't be she an like, idiot. I was at work. <laughs> oh, that's that's good. Oh, he turned his mic back on, so I couldn't keep going. Damn it! We were had. I was really settling in for a nice long goof sesh. <laughs> With thrifty goof first. on the old thrifty, the old oh. tear them down while they're not around. Goof. Anyway, uh, so yeah, then they take um, Jamie to Kyburn, um, 
then they not really free brand, but they untie her. And they're like, go take and a bath. Go get stuff. a bath, you stinky girl. If you stinky don't remember, uh, Kyburn is the one they saved from the rubble of. Uh, yeah. And if He's you do remember, what's wrong with you? Why would you remember Kyburn? <laughs> yeah. And this is only speaking to show watchers. Yeah, if you're a book person, you, you uh, might remember. You know Kyburn. But. Better know Kyburn. Who know Kyburn? Guys, sorry, I had a Brienne thought real quick that we need to address before we keep we move forward. When Brienne, they let Brienne go and she stands up. I thought that was like the most hilarious thing there because Ru- she stands up and she like towers over Ruth's bolt. Yeah. She's, like, hey. she's huge. And then she's How like, How tall is she in real life? 6'3. Oh, she's not that tall. I'm tall. No, she that. is. No, she's. No, well, I mean, but I know. No, Nick is saying, oh, oh, I'm so tall. Look I'm at me, I'm I'm Nick Bristow. How tall are you? I'm 30? the tallest man alive. I feel like you're taller than me, but I don't think that's true. No, I'm not nearly as tall as you are. Goodness. That's, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a little taller than you. I'm a little baby. <laughs> I'm I'm five foot eight on a good day. Anyway, 6'3 is real tall for a lady, though. So. Yeah, it's real tall for a lady. I mean, she's she's very statuesque. Um, and it, I thought it was real funny when he's all like, "My lady," and then she stands up and she's like a foot taller. Yeah, than him. <laughs> it was weird. It was great. You're so, like my baby. Yeah. So Jamie's chilling with Kyburn. He's like, "You don't have a chain. You're not a maester." And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> Take it away. Malpractice. They were not into my experiments. <laughs> yeah. What was it? I pulled a real Galileo and dug up bodies. Did he do that? Or I think of Are you thinking Leonardo of, da Vinci. Did yeah, you know? I don't. Yeah. Leonardo da Vinci did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what you're thinking of. Yeah, he said that his body's ex- cutting him. He said his experiments were too bold. I love <laughs> it. Whatever that means. Who's to say what he did? But we don't know. When he uh, fast forward a little bit, when he digs into Jamie's mm. arm to get out the rot, his eyes get big. Like ah. I did not notice <laughs> the first time I watched it, and the second time he seemed very into the the messed up flesh yeah. of Jamie's arm. So it tried to give Jamie some milk of the poppy so he could like you know like go to sleep on it, but he was like, no, I want to witness this. Yeah, and and he even goes further to say like, I want to chop off most of your arm. Right. Exactly. Cool. Like I'll kill you. I mean, I'm assuming that Jamie doesn't want milk of the poppy because he wants to be alert. Like, he well, yeah, he be doesn't because he doesn't want Kyburn to chop his arm off. Yeah, it, yeah, that, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, ja- and Jamie's a weird bird. You know, sometimes he's uh, a little brash and impetuous. So impetuous. Thank so you. So when he was like, okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna cut off the rotting flesh. It, it wasn't just like, okay, I'm just gonna cut off like this like whole tip here that's rotting. He's just like snipping away like at the yeah, stump. Ugh. I'm just going to dig around here a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Then he's going to boil out the the rot with uh, with wine. Do they not have anything that would like do any numbing? What about like, like Nietzsche? Yeah, I can't can't poppy. That would numb it or numb him. I mean right. like a like, topical, a topical ointment. I don't think they had a topical ointment. I don't no. think they have neosporin. You can get some yeah. herbs or well, some uh, shit up in there. Throw a fuck ton of aloe. That's what I, ever, yeah. I did whenever I got a sunburn. I mean, they didn't have aloe. That's pretty much the same thing as a sunburn. Are you calling me poor? What? Yeah. What if what if Game of Thrones happened like before in the in the Earth when before the continents shifted? <laughs> you know oh. what I'm saying? Because like, yes. how do we know this world has the same plants and trees and shit as our world? Nope. Oh well, gosh. it doesn't because it has nope. werewolves. Yeah. Yes. So like, maybe they don't have aloe. Man, that just made me sad. I want werewolves. <laughs> that's, that's different. Oh. <laughs> that's not the same. Uh, Wait, spoiler, you know. You know, are are the skin changers basically werewolves if they can turn? I mean, well, 
Uh, they can't. They don't turn into it. They it's go different. inside people's yeah. faces. They call them wargs. It's totally yeah. different, Nick. God. It is. God, Nick. That's like Ugh. some fucking Scandinavian werewolf lore. Not Guys, what we're talking about. I don't want to talk about this anymore. You know what I do want to talk about? Bath. More bath time. God, I love bath time. Steamy, sexy bath. Let's spend eight minutes talking about Jamie's balls. <laughs> no, we've already done this. We've already done this. I feel like I'm unhinged in time because I have no idea when that conversation is going to show up in this podcast. (laughs) And we're just going to sound crazy until it does happen. You should just cut in like a minute of it at at, like random points. If you you have a hunger hunger to talk about Jamie's possible ball sack for like eight minutes. It's also behind the scenes filming stuff. Behind the scenes filming? I quit this podcast. Good one. Um, So, so, uh, the the Kingslayer Jamie is coming into where uh, uh, Brienne is bathing. There's there's clearly two baths there, and Jamie tells his little attendant to leave, and he he jumps in with her. Yeah, which she, yeah, she objects to. Oh man, she does not like that. She yeah. like curls up in a ball oh, in the corner. Did we say Jamie's most badass line? The um, when Kai Burns like it's gonna hurt, and then he's like Jamie says, then I'll scream. And he's oh, like, yeah. it's gonna hurt really bad. He's like, then I'll scream louder. And then and he does. They cut away. And it was, <laughs> he does. You know, when you just like flat out scream, like I, I never think it sounds good. He's got a pretty good scream. A he man practices. Scream. I love this Jamie Lannister. Can he's I say so that good. again? Yeah, this guy. I don't know how to say his name. Nicholas. Nicholas. It, it's not Nicholas. It's like Nicolaj. It's, Nic- it's got a J. Waldo. I don't know. Jeez. He's really he's he's great. He's I mean he's an excellent actor. And this yes, monologue that he does in the bathtub is, whew, uh, is so good. Yeah, he really takes it home with this. He's scene. acting the shit whenever he's like, hey guys, I don't give a shit about all of you. I want to be the best Lannister. And I think he steals every scene he's in and He really does. Yeah. yeah. Like he's gonna start taking over for Tyrion. Do you he, think is that has because is he has the actor or that is the character or just like uh, a, co- a perfect no, story? No, I think yeah. it's the actor. He he has so much emotion in this scene. It's kind of startling. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. But Jamie's written, is so, doing his best job. But. So but this like, bath scene does take place in the book, but is this when he tells her the story? Because mm. I think this story, this story is told at one point during the book. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. Is. That's no, don't remember. this is the weird thing. Like, if if uh, the faithful will go back and watch season one of Game of Thrones, uh-huh. he actually starts to tell this story to Ned Stark. Yeah, and then they either get interrupted or he's like, oh, I'm out of here. Jamie is so misunderstood. Basically, like everybody calls him the Kingslayer, and it's like this big, you know, black cloud over his whole entire life, and he's never gotten to like really give his side of the story, and that's what he does here, and. Um, he basically, he had no choice. Oh, and, and also the great thing about the story is um, back in season two when they found all the extra wildfire. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Where all that came from. Right. Um, guys, I just confirmed this was in the bath scene that he told her this story. Great. Yeah. So basically, again, is this one of those instances where like a really excellent scene in the show is taken directly from the books. Yeah. So yeah. good. Um, um, I just want to say in the book, there was a stirring. 
There was definitely a uh, stirring. Like, Jamie, because this, in the book, this is from Jamie's viewpoint. Yeah, we get both Jamie and Brian's viewpoints every, like, Every back so and often. Forth. Um, but Jamie, this, this bad scene is from Jamie's viewpoint, and he's in the tub with Brian, and he feels a little... A little his little tadpole starts to nibble. But, again, <laughs> just to remind you people who are not book readers... Brienne in the show is like a diamond in the rough, and she's still really pretty. In the book, no, no. she's not. She's zero percent. She's super not pretty at all. Like she's, she is like big hulking lady with like no boobs and like really awkward. And her teeth are weird. Like she's not yeah, good I mean, looking. You, she's described with like a female bodybuilder kind of body. Yeah, yeah, and she's and that's like why it's awkward and lumpy. I think yeah. that um, Gwendolyn Christie was, like, trying to do that in the tub because she kept, like, hunching her shoulders forward, I noticed. Like, she was trying to look, like, way more awkward than she actually is. Yeah, and I don't believe that she's a, she's a very busty girl, but Gwendolyn Christie could be a model with what her unique looks are, yeah. you know? But anyway, all that is, like, when Jamie, like, is looking at her and he does feel the stirring, he's like, what? What's going on? <laughs> and this is where that fan fiction just skyrockets Ooh, even boy. more. Yeah. yeah. And especially because... Well, I don't want to talk too much. Cause... Oh, thank you. God, this <gasps> am I got am I right, guys? Marriage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, do we, so basically, when, when Jamie was in the King Guard, the they the Mad King would burn people with wildfire, and you know it's kind of despicable. And uh, basically, when the battle was going down, um, th- when the battle was looking like you know they were going to lose, the the Mad King ordered. Uh, the head pyromancer to basically blow up the city. Right, burn down the entire Jamie city. Jamie didn't, you know, didn't want this to happen, so he killed the pyromancer and then killed the Mad King and saved everyone. He didn't just break his vows and kill the king. He saved all, like he saved his his father uh, because they were in the city already. Uh, oh, and he was also ordered to kill his father. He, but you know, they would have been blown up. Uh, it basically saved everybody in King's Landing, and all he's known for is just killing the king because nobody and knew about his this vow to save. You know, yeah, a- nobody knew about this wildfire, and it shows because they find it years later, and they didn't know where it came from. Right, and what's that uh, line that he says in book two to Catelyn? Like, he's hated for the one kind act he he did, and he's loved for the terrible act or whatever. Or no, he's he's. I always get this mixed he's up. He's reviled or whatever. It's like he's reviled. It. He's reviled for the one good thing he did, and love for the like bad thing that he did. Yeah, and I just love that idea. But he's such a weird, complicated guy that yeah, just in the way that he wouldn't accept the milk of the poppy, he didn't explain what was happening. Because when mm-hmm. Ned Stark comes into the throne room, he's sitting on the Iron Throne and smirking. But what's actually happening is that he like sat down after he just like killed some bad dudes and is like taking a breather i'm pretty sure that's what that's what happened because he's basically a hero slash right uh, child attempted murderer yeah that part i do forget about him trying to murder brandon yeah that push to a different part of my brain oh you push it (laughs) because this is kind of the point where i and a lot of people like come full circle and they're like I I respect you, Jamie Lannister. Yeah, and I think that we did not hide our love for Jamie Lannister too much. It was hard. I love him so much. I love him so much. And this is the beginning of it. And like, it's not it's, I guess that this technically a spoiler well, I love a lot of bad people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean look I'm married to. <laughs> oh man. Guys, we're gonna get a divorce after this episode. <laughs> okay. 
Um, but th- I feel like all this Jamie Love talk that we're doing right now is if you have not read the books and you are looking for a reason to read the books, I feel like Jamie's storyline is reason to read And his internal dialogue. Is his internal good. dialogue is like totally enough reason for you to slug through all like 6,000 pages of these books. Yeah, yeah. I can. I, I have a hard time believing that people are going to see this scene, though, and not start to fall in love with Jamie Lannister. Right. How do you? He's Look like he's that. like a he's like a sick puppy. He like falls over. Or, when does uh, Br- Brienne stands up to like stop when him? Well, he makes fun of her? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, yeah, no, because he was like, uh, no wonder Renly died because you know, yeah. with you watching him. Oh, and she's yeah. like, like okay. say that's my face. When okay, so we were talking about we were talking about butt doubles. Is were you talking about Brienne's butt? I don't know. All, the the butt double that I know of for sure is Alfie Allen's butt double from a couple episodes ago. That was a butt double. Why does yeah. Alfie Allen have a butt double? Yeah, why does I don't have, know. They already showed his butt. We've before. seen his penis. Yeah, we've seen all of him. Uh, anyway, I, I think I this was her butt double, but I, I don't know. I'm, I, I need to Brienne's butt. This. Most surprising butt of the episode. <laughs> was not expecting that. It was very nice. <laughs> Good. Hey, she was pleasantly surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. But then she... Okay, but here's the thing. Because the iron price is a thing we talk about on this show. Does Has she paid the iron price? Or did she pay the iron price and get changed back? Man, you really have to... You have to have proof. You have to have a receipt. You know? Yeah. I feel like she showed like every. She we even got side boob action. We like, got some side. We boob got too. like nude from like the whole back nude. Like I don't know. I feel like it counts. Well, we'll have to ask that skeevy HBO um, producer. Oh, that, yeah. that may <laughs> or may not exist. If that counts. Yeah, we'll have to ask. Yeah, him. Mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, but yeah, in, in my, in I my feel book, like she's paid it. Done her job. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm in the class of human that wants to see every human naked. <laughs> all of them. They're interesting. Give guys, it all. I'm like Littlefinger. I want it all. Guys, guys, let's yeah. let's take a butt donkey to King's Landing. My all right. Ride that. Butt ass. That's my favorite kind. <laughs> uh, King's Landing is uh, really showing you its intrigue. And, and it's plotting. And fast. Like, Man. really fast. Lots th- of, like, scene changes. Exactly. I think this could have been super boring, like it sometimes is in the show, but just, like, really good dialogue. But some of the things they do throughout this, it's a very, very great contained yeah. back and forth. It's very well crafted, yes. I think. Um, like, the scene transitions and that they don't waste time. Like, And like, they don't explain everything. No. Anyway. But so we I- will. That's why why it takes way longer. So this all starts and Cersei's like, hey, little finger, I need you to do me a favor. And not really a favor. I'm going to base an order to do this. Find out what's up with the Tyrells. Right. She's like, I'm just hanging out here in the dark with my guards. (laughs) I just happen to walk by you. So, you know, why don't you do do me a solid? Little finger, remember last year when I threatened to murder you on a whim? Yeah. With my guards. How about you try to help me this time? Oh, yeah. Also, she makes this little comment like, oh, yeah, you better do better this than you did for any Arya Stark. <laughs> Which, guys, again, does Littlefinger know? Like, does he let me, know where Arya Let me roll this 20 to see what it is. Uh, he knows where Arya Stark is. Okay. Well, okay. he knows where she was. I think he knows. I yeah. don't. I think he's keeping an eye out on her. And he I knows. think Littlefinger is smart enough to play whatever he knows or doesn't know. But he's not smart enough everyone. to like notice Arya right in the room beside him. Yeah, I mean, he, he, yeah. he saw her. Mm-hmm. He he's a liar. Is he smart or is he dumb, Tim? 
I believe smart. everything he says. He could be smart and not notice one simple. I feel like he would have done something if he had known she was there. But let's move on. Let's, we can't, there's no way to solve this. So. The best way to lie is to tell everyone the truth, but make them think you're lying. Like Kaiser Soze. That's real deep. Yeah. Um, and he basically says, yeah, I'll do it. I'm good at it. Yeah. Don't worry, girl. Uh, yeah. And then it switches over to Tyrion hanging out with the Queen of Thorns. This lady is really like just chatting some people in King's Landing. She's always talking to She's someone. like, I don't want Jamie Lannister to have the best screen time. Let me <laughs> do my best. I gotta one-up him and Tyrion. Yeah. Is anyone else sad that we just have grumpy Tyrion this season? Yeah, I mean, that's like what he's like in the book, though. He's like, Sorry, he guys. literally had like, we had like five butts this episode. We had nine grumpy Tyrion faces. We just <laughs> <laughs> Well, like he's in charge of the finances, like that that's would make worse. anybody really upset. Yeah, that's I know. I took accounting classes; it was terrible. Yeah, it's the worst. No wonder. Yeah. Um, but he's trying to get Lady Olena to give money because mm-hmm. this wedding weddings are expensive. You guys. Yeah. Well, he's it's, trying to get her to like tone down the wedding. I think. Oh, is he? Or, I guess you know, I think, I guess he's either way. Trying to get money. But also, that, that makes sense that he's trying to get her to tone it down, too. But she brings up the good point that, like, hey, these freaking peasants, you need to entertain them. And a royal wedding would be great for that. Because if you don't entertain them there, they're going to, like, rip people limb from limb. Like they already right. did one time. And it's not like a normal wedding where you just invite the people to the Sept of Baylor or whatever. They're right. gonna, the, the idea would be they're going to throw feasts. Like, for the entire city, basically. Right. And, yeah, I mean, there's, like, many, it. like, wedding celebration feasts all over and... Yeah, yeah different, different levels of it. Like, of course, they're not going to be, like, treating the peasants to as much as the lords and ladies sure. inside. But you still got to, like, give them some, like, you know. Two breads their- today. Awesome. Congratulations, Joffrey. Thanks for the bread. So uh, it- Lady Elena does a really good job of, like, sort of listing all the ways that the Tyrells are saving everyone's asses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. With all the troops and all the food and all the millions of bushels of whatevers and... Yeah, and she's smart enough to mention the fact that winter's coming. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we're giving you all this uh, food to survive the winter. So you don't you literally guys die. Are doing jack yeah. dicks. I, guys, okay, I think it's really interesting that, like, obviously the Tyrells are very powerful, but it seems like up until, like, this point in the series, they haven't been doing anything. They're just, like, chilling at Highgarden being rich, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, uh, well, the they- Tyrell conspiracy goes deep. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> they're they're waiting like till the right moment to like come in and like they they all the bullshit like you know they wait they you know the fighting starts they wait for most of the people to kill each other and then they're like hey we're here now that you're all tired. They weren't doing anything they had their son and daughter like shacking up with the. Uh, uh, a claimant to the king that had the largest. No, I mean like before force. that, like they weren't like a part of court. Like, bef- like when yeah. Robert was king, like well, they, they were, were just so like far. over in Highgarden. Well, they were on uh, the Targaryen side, so, so they kind of just laying low. Is what you're saying? You can read into rich. that. I don't have any proof, but I don't know. I just thought it was weird because they're obviously so powerful now. I feel like they came out of nowhere in general, like in the long term of you know. Well, it's like I've always said, they have all the food. Yeah, yeah, they're food. in the most fertile the land, so. Like you, they, they, you know, whatever, whoever is ruling the land has to put up with them because they're a major food supplier. Yeah, and now that they're like all deep in King's Landing politics, like even more so, everyone has to deal with them. Yes, and also yeah. they didn't have an inn before. 
Like yeah, and now they do. And shit broke out. They're like, all right, time to start marrying people. Yeah, and they like yeah. are throwing their clout around. Yeah, because obviously the the Lannisters had their it's Cersei Baratheon marriage, which yeah, yeah, and the Baratheon yeah. friends of the Stark. So you know that was all taken up. Exactly. So speaking of Tyrells, uh, next scene we see little Marjorie and Sansa are watching Loras fight, and it's so cute. Thoris is so good at fighting, you guys. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever like get used to the way Marjorie spells her name? Nope. It was like Marjorie. Man, I get we're reading a fantasy book, but let's just call people like Tom. Well, that's like I can't get a repeater. Baelish, Petire, or whatever. Petire. Get out of here with that goofy um, So Sansa, like, is, like, kind of got a little happy look on her face. Like, yeah, I finally found she's some friends. She's finally threatening to smile. Hooray. And she's like, oh, Loras is so good at fighting. I love him so much. Yeah. And, yeah, they're, Marjorie's... Uh, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Their fighting is not as intense as um, the Hound. And, no. They well, <laughs> no. say so. They're, they're like, kind of just like playing in the yard, is what it looks like. They they look like kids, you know, like pretend fighting. Well, they well are. Sir Loris and uh, the new squire make fun of the other guy, yeah. And that's why he's like, "I like to see you show your real moves." And then they're like kissing, smooching. Just he's like, mm-hmm. "How'd you know?" It, that I thought that was really cute because like Loris, everyone Florida, knows, that's sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because they're having sex, but. One <laughs> Lawrence is fully clothed. Yeah, and, and they're and, both thin. How are they doing that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. you went to Christian school, but you know. guys, how does it go? <laughs> but why does Lawrence not have his clothes off? I guess has he they already paid started. the iron prize? We haven't seen his. Have we seen anything of his? Uh, we've seen his nipple. Did we see it? No, that was Renly's nipple. That was Renly's nipple. Uh, we saw his nipple. Get your shit straight, Tim. We saw his nipple in season two. Mm. And if we have the same rules as we do it for men and women, it's technically, not the same. Yes. Which we should. I'm, I mean, we've got to be fair, you guys. It's America. Cool. Then I'm just going to start walking around without my top on. Wait, this is a lo- this is a win for everyone else. And a lose Someone for has to. I don't take my shirt off when I go to the beach. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're, you're so pale. I have nipple hair. I don't. I don't. I. I wish I had a manservant to shave to my. Sha- nipples. Oh, if only you had a Loris to shave I your know. nipples. This is hell planet. <laughs> <laughs> and wait so wait uh, we, we didn't talk about like Sansa and Marjorie's little like thing they're just bullshitting Sansa wants to get married sooner Marjorie's like oh I'll do it after no because like she says it's like Joffrey's not gonna let me leave and she's like oh uh, yeah you will because I'll be like it makes me happy and he'll yeah <laughs> I'll touch his penis a different way oh gross he'll, she'll do ugh. the lord's kiss I'm like ugh yikes <laughs> like, on his worm tongue ugh <laughs> yeah Terrible. Um, so Loras spills the beans while he's, you know, banging the the hot squire. That- well, and that's kind of like the way that the reason why it starts with, uh, how did you know? Well, you can't. People can't know because I'm engaged to be married. And the guy's like, oh, hello. Well, who is, gonna- he's, who is he engaged to be married to? Sansa. Sansa. They're talking about it. Well, they're not. Like, yeah, it's not open. Right. But- Essentially, okay, so he already knows. They're plotting. It's not out in the open, right? Exactly. Because as far as Sansa knows, he doesn't know. Because well, Marjorie's like, "I'll plant the seed after our wedding. I'm sure it'll take soon." But it's yeah. obviously planned out among all the Tyrells. Right. Tyrells right. know what's up. Okay. Yeah, they plot. They, they um, talk. Uh, they talk on Tyrell book. So they have grand Tyrell conspiracies. Oh my gosh! So you don't even. But, like, this flow of information is so beautiful, though, because, like, the next place that the information goes is back to Littlefinger. And quickly. Very, right. very fast. The very next scene is, like, suddenly, you know, uh, the 
man meet squire is talking to uh little finger mm-hmm. and then little finger's talking to sansa to be like hey you want to like leave soon right yeah and she's like no she's i'm like, so nah. safety yeah and that's just him <laughs> confirming it and the fact that she actually smiles like uh-oh she knows my my uh my my secret man who did sex to loris mm-hmm. knows all right we got Two sources. Let's run it. Let's run the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, run it. And then and we hop right over to uh, to uh, Tywin. Right? Yeah, yeah, meeting. This is back full circle because it all started with Cersei being like Littlefinger. Find out a thing for me, and he gets it back to her. And now the Lannisters are plotting again. Well, Tywin plotted. Yeah, and is, is informing everyone of what's going to go down. This is probably the most perfect sort of flow of information. Yeah. Like, uh, like as bad as it sounds, if they took out the Tyrion and Lady Elena scene, like, everything would have been bounced back and forth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Am I missing something? But, that been, I don't know, the, obviously the Tyrion and Elena scene was great. So I mean, And it still makes, it's still, like, within the, like, the wedding and the Tyrells trying to for clamor sure. for power. Yeah. People sort of- want to know how they're going to pay for that wedding. Oh, people are clamoring a, all over his it's like, listen, I liked when the dragon burned that house down, but how are they going to finance that win? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Tywin is like, hey, son and daughter of mine, let me tell you what's up right now. Cersei has like the biggest shit-eating grin on her <laughs> yes, face. Yeah, does. And Tyrion's like, because who's doing that? <laughs> Tywin, Tywin's already talked to Cersei and like, okay, Cersei, we're going to fuck with Tyrion so hard, I'm going to make him... Mary Sansa, is that hilarious? And she's like, oh, this is going to be great. Real funny. Yeah, and so then she has that shit-eating grin, and then when Tyrion tells her to stop, she does it harder. It's almost yeah, like they're in the back it. of their uh, Lannister minivan. <laughs> the Lannister station wagon. They're like, I will beat the shit out of you two children. Yeah, except for like where like a normal dad might like whack the kid with like a newspaper. I feel like Tywin would like... Actually, punch them in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I'll punch you, and then Not sell you my own house game. He's pretty terrible at being a father. I think we can uh, all agree. He just, he just skips the spankings and goes right for the face. Punch. He's not nurturing, let's say. Not at all. Not Do you think at he's all. ever hugged them like no. an accident? Even? No. I think at one point in the book, somewhere he they like say he's never said they, that he loves them. Why not? He doesn't feel love. He's a robot. I could see like one. Ned Stark accidentally never saying that he loved. But he, they would know. Yeah, oh, I think know. Ned Stark would tell his kids he loved them, even if he didn't say it Wait. with words. He said it with. His Let's eyes. follow. Do they have love in Westeros? Preach <laughs> <laughs> the word love and the concept. Of love they definitely exists. have hate. <laughs> Again, is this going all the way back to our does hell exist in Westeros and That's not heaven? Point. They don't have Christians, so oh, therefore... Oh, so love doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I personally want to know what love is. <laughs> and I would like well, you to show me. <laughs> Good. It's it's the Lord's kiss. Hey, you know, you know who can show love? Maybe maybe Tyrion can show some love to Sansa once oh, they get married. Dad. Real oh creepy, like. Uh, I yes, that Tyrion so. is like, dude, that's fucked up. He's like so <laughs> outraged. Yeah, no, he's like, oh, Sans- Sansa's been through so much. First, she was tortured by Joffrey, and now you're giving her to me. And Tywin's like, what? Are you gonna beat her or something? <laughs> he does say that basically. Yeah, pretty great. And he's like, shut up, put a baby in her, and move on. <laughs> like, <sighs> I was about to wed her, bed her, put a child in her. Yeah. Like, the, and I'm pretty sure that's taking like, lifted exactly from the books. And like, it's a Taiwan. He's like, yeah, just 
do it. Like, yeah, and then Cersei's like, she's had her period. We talked about it for like two hours. It was yeah, they, they also <laughs> they talk about how Sansa is the key to the North. Yeah. Right. Everybody and else Tyrion, is kind of out of the picture. Tyrion's uh, uh, like, guys, we're all her brother. He exists and stuff. And they're like, yeah, well, he's doing bad. So yeah. we don't have him anymore. He's not going, doing too well. He's a so. traitor. And I mean, as far as Tywin's concerned, uh, Rob is done. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as we see later on, he already knows. He already knows that the Car Starks have left him. Yeah, this is where he mentions the Car Starks have abandoned. Flow of information, man. How's he getting that? I want to know. He spies that with the Twitter, and by that I mean birds. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, um, so Tywin's like, it's about time you've been married. And Tyrion's all, but I was married. And in case you, in case anyone forgot, because this was mentioned the first season. Yeah, when they're playing drink. Oh yeah, and they're playing that drinking game. Um, right? Tyrion mm-hmm. got married to what he thought was a peasant girl, and they lived for like two weeks in a little cottage, like really happy together, and she was awesome. And then uh, he got found out by his dad he was super pissed and he finds out oh that sweet peasant girl actually no way she's a prostitute she got paid by jamie and then tywin had like his entire like guard rape her whole barracks yeah the whole barracks rape her and pay her a silver because they paid her she's a prostitute um she took the money i guess um and well guys what the fuck is wrong with you no (laughs) no it wasn't it wasn't a good scene let's say no Anyway, and the worst part is that he made Tyrion go last and pay her a gold because Lannister's worth more. It was super fucked up. It's really bad. I was yeah. like, why am I reading this? this yeah, it sad. was pro- it's, it's probably one of the saddest things I've ever read, read and I wish I, I had not. Because it haunts yeah, me. Yeah, that, 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 that was one of those weird. It's bad. And plus, the story gets even worse, but that's a spoiler. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, Tyrion obviously is still extremely upset and bitter about that happening. He's mm-hmm. like, I was married. And Tywin's like, shut up. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Your duty, my dumbass children. Yeah. And then Cersei's cackling too. <laughs> and yes. then he's like, girl, you're not free from this. You're going to get married too. You're marrying Tyrion also. No! She's like, <laughs> she's like, I'm a widow. I'm the queen regent. Yeah, and he's like, don't care. You're still fertile. You get to marry Loras the gay. Have fun. <laughs> And, she, and I actually felt really bad for Cersei here, even though she's like was being totally awful because she's like, "Don't make me do this, Father, again. not again." Yeah, don't make me do this again. And but <sighs> being married to Loras was gonna be like a thousand times better than being married to Robert. Uh, right. That's but not she's even still, what. She's locked in a loveless marriage again. Yeah, yeah. no, it's a, it's a control thing for her too because her whole like. Her whole source of anger is that she has no control over her own life because right. she's a woman. Yeah, she and hates that's being a woman, ex- and that's exactly what's happening again. Right here, so I don't know. It's real bad. Tywin is the worst dad ever. <laughs> he <laughs> that. literally says, "You are still fertile. You need to breed." Yeah, yeah, breed like a cow. She's like, "I'm not a brood man." Yeah, that's oh, the thing. Like, bad. like the whole remarriage thing. Like, that's like a thing for even for royalty. Yeah, yeah. That's- I mean, she's still fertile. Like, that's, you know, you can make further political alliances. You know, right. I just keep expecting like. Tywin would be like, oh, you're so bad. And for Cersei to be like, I learned it from you. He's <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. Like, would Cersei have been that bad if she had had, you know, not the worst dad ever? I mean, maybe she started off pretty lived? rough, but... Maybe she could have been shaped into a better person yeah. if she didn't have, like, the most evil man. Not yeah. the most evil man, but he's, you know... He's up there. Pretty, he's pretty he's bad. He's a bad man. He's bad. Okay, speaking of Lannisters... 
Let's talk about some Lannister boys getting murdered. Oh my god, I love to. I was like, who are these? Like at first, I did not recognize. Rickon. <laughs> Rickon's back. Oh my gosh, he ran all the way to River Run, and he cloned himself. I don't understand. <laughs> um, sad yeah. kids are like, is this a rescue? <laughs> oh, that was so sad. And then it was, it was like, no, this is a murder time. This is a sword in your in your throat. It's like I didn't do anything. It's like I don't give a shit. I'm gonna kill you, kid. I'm gonna run away. Guys, Karstark is the he's so hard. He's the hardest wizard in all the world. <laughs> <laughs> he really, he Haggard, like, when did you become so mean? He looks like that guy from Duck Dynasty if he was a wizard. Like, <laughs> I can't get over it. He he's got such a wizardly beard. Yeah, I wonder how they cast him. Like. Do you think they even looked at other people afterwards? Like, oh my god, like, I don't. That guy done. He goes to read, and he's like, no, he doesn't. I don't care. You no. look too good. They're like, yeah. we're gonna give this guy some part because that beard and hair is too crazy. It's so good. Was he just like a, a homeless man? <laughs> and they're like, would you like to be on the TV? Would you like yes. to go to a world of giant wolves? I'm already there, man. <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> Homelessness is a, is a problem in many countries. So Carter's like already been like rumbling and pretty grumpy for a while. Both rumbling and grumbling. Rumbling mm-hmm. and grumbling because he was already pissed a while ago that Rob married Talisa. And he's like, you done fucked up. This is bad. Yeah. And he's like, why did your mom freaking let the Kingslayer go? Because I wanted to kill him. What the fuck? And Rob won't let him kill anyone like a yeah, boring person. He's the worst dad ever, too. He's the worst dad. <laughs> you don't let me do anything. Oh, my God. I'm so bored. So, so he goes on his own. Well, not on his own. He goes with, like, 15 dudes to kill these two, like, five. 12-year-olds. It was yeah. a lot. Maybe it was just five. They say because Rob makes fun That's of right. Yeah. But there's six total, kid, like, adult, grown-ass adults to yeah. kill two children. And they do it. They but they also them. kill some guards. Uh, their own men. Still, I can't believe that Karstark was being such a dick. He's like, oh, let him uh, scold me, then that's how, and let me go. That's the way he treats. He was traders. done, man. He could, he he was like, whatever. I'm just gonna die now. I'm happy because I killed some people. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. think he thought he was gonna die. But he's like straight up taunting Rob. Like he had to know. Like he he was forcing. He's essentially forcing Rob to do what he did. He made some poor choices. Yeah, he did. I guess he was just mad. <laughs> Because of his son's being dead. And also, all. that beard yeah. just makes you crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's full of evil magic. Makes him say things he doesn't mean. What does my chin look like? <laughs> oh God. He might not even have a chin. So you know, he talks a lot of smack to Rob, and Rob's like, "Hang all those other dudes and send Karstark to the dungeon." And everyone in the room with Rob is like, "You can't kill him, Rob. Yeah, don't, 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 don't wait. Don't, no, no, don't, don't do, do it." it. Rob's hey. like. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do, do that. Is someone, I was reading uh, a recap today, and someone in the comments called the music in the background that was playing when Rob went to chop the head off the Bad Decisions music, <laughs> because that was also what was playing when Theon did all his Bad Decisions last oh, season. Really? Yeah, it's the same music, because like, I always think of that as like, the Theon theme, but it's just the Bad Decisions theme. <laughs> shouldn't do this. Yeah, do but this. he did it. But unlike Theon, at least his head chopping was clean. Right, right. Well, Rob was like, he was just thinking to himself, what would dad do? Oh, he would chop his head off. It's, sure. I'm going to lose half my army, but it's just so. But Rob has already made like a handful of really poor choices. Yeah. he's so like, why not add another like bad poor choice that's like good for him? At least in the books, he's like 
15 or 16. So I was like, well, he's kind of a dumbass because he's really young. But in the show, he's a little older. He's old enough to know better. Eddie's so good looking. He's yeah, Maybe that's why he doesn't think so good. Very handsome. Too pretty. Um, meanwhile, Karstark is literally talking smack until his last breath. Oh, my God. He was so good. <laughs> he's, he's like, when he's like telling him, like, we're, you're, uh, you're Stark. I'm Karstark. We have the blood of the first men. We're brothers or whatever. And he's like, I, oh, you're begging for your life even to the end. He's like, no, I didn't say it to beg for my life. I begged it to haunt you to the end of your days. Yeah. And then mm. at the end, he's like, give me like last words. What was he? He a- says, be cursed. Yeah. Like, kill me and be cursed. It was it's really, like, Arby, it was, you're not any, you're no king of mine or something like that. Yeah, man. It was metal as hell. It was oh, he said, great. You know, you're you're uh, king, not king of the north, the king who lost the north. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you would have turned to a woman was pal. I was like, am I right? Am I right? I'm right. You're right, man. You know what I'm saying? Kill him, too. <laughs> he needs to stop talking smack. Owned. Bald. Oh, shit. Yeah, so Rob killed him. <laughs> yeah, and this is in the background where you see Grey Wind. Oh, yeah, he's, like, creeping He's in so the back. huge. He's so big. And I love him so he's much. He's such a wolf. But, yeah, Rob cuts his head off. He gets very, very angry. Yeah, he really pulled a Theon. He had the rage going oh, on. Oh, my God, the blood. When, there's the a blood beast lust. in every man, and it stirs when you put a sword in his hand. <laughs> really does. Yeah. Really true. Yeah, he probably had to go do anger sex. Too, he probably had to go chop a tree like he did oh, in the first that? season. That was so cute. He's so mad. And mommy, I'm sad. Um... And then they're hanging around. It's like, yeah, man, the car starts to the left. Whoops. And then he throws his toys at the ground and everything. He's so mad. But then he plots. He he comes up with a new plot, you guys. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's good. Because he's like, hey, we'll just take Lazarus' house from them. Yeah. How are you going to do that? Oh, well, the only people that are, like, unaligned in this country for some reason. Who knows? Are the people, are John Aaron's people from the Vale. Wait. No. 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 The phrase. The the fr- but the phrase are aligned. They gave jo- uh, Rob like a handful, of, like a good chunk of men. But that was the right. only. That was only because he agreed to marry one of the daughters, and then he did not. But do he still that. has those men. Yeah, but that was really more crossing the river was the marriage thing. He only, yeah, he didn't give him a lot of men. But I don't he think him, uh, he gave him a good chunk. But we can't say that the phrase are like wholeheartedly in with the Starks. They're not. Like not one hundred percent. Let's just say that's that's for fun. Not now. That's yeah. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Now they're not, and he has right, to go but, and I mean, beg them. We know that there's a hand. There's a a chunk of Stark uh, Frey troops from like conversations in the book where one okay. Arya is talking to them at Harrenhal. I feel like you're getting really caught up with some details that just are saying. not relevant to the show right now. Well, um, saying, well, it is real. Well, it is relevant because I even, think what Jennifer's trying to say is shut up. I hate you. That's what I'm trying to say. I yeah. want to yeah, divorce. Okay, <laughs> can you just say I'm right, and no. then I'll move on? That's you, all. If if this was book world, you're right. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure in TV world if you're right. But or in, not. in TV world, he has to go convince the phrase to be with him again, to be with him, and to fight for him, so that they can go take Ashley Rock. I think it's double kind of stupid because they said that they chased the the mountain, accidentally retreated back to Ashley Rock. They want to take it. Right, but they were talking about they wanted to not di- in directly engage with any of their forces. Oh, I don't know, man. That's Rob's plan. You're going to have to take it with Rob. Listen, Rob, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> Explain yourself, young wolf. If you're listening. What's going on? Anyway. Yeah, that is really confusing, actually. What, it, it's, what the fuck is going that's on? What, that's what I'm saying. Is It's a confusing thing that 
is not even internally consistent. But you know what, though? It's, it's only confusing if you really think about yeah, it, though. That's true. <laughs> it's only confusing if you think about how confusing it is. Yeah, just, like, don't Good analyze point. it and be like, the phrase or not with them, Rob has to give it some phrase to be with. Okay. To... All right. Just... <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, sheeple. Keep on following your leader, Rob. Oh. I'm out. Like Carson Guys, was, can we get out of here and go to Storm's End? Just do it. Love to. Oh, sorry, is this Storm? This isn't Storm. This is Dragonstone, isn't it? Guys, I always get these two fucking places confused. It's pretty rough because the Baratheons own both of them. This is Stannis' house. Yeah, Yeah. we're in Stannis' house. Yeah, and we we get the... uh, we finally find out that his wife is going to be in the show, wife and daughter, and they they yep. add them by saying like, "Oh, you know, they're we I kept them secret because I'm ashamed of them." Could have been they've been over here. Yeah, well, he's he's ashamed to go hang out with his wife because he's been getting that getting that side he, <laughs> with Melisandre. So he wanted something that was fire kissed. He did. He he got his 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 dick fire kissed. Guys, where the fuck is Salise's mustache? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so upset. I wanted her to look like one of the McPoyles from um It's Always Sunny. That's always <laughs> my sister. That's always what I pictured Salise like. Right. So Salise is supposed to be book kind of book ugly, but she only she's only TV ugly. Not even that. <laughs> She's really TV ugly. She's just really creepy. That's I'm okay with the exchange. The ugly for creepy. It's like, I'll take it. Let's not give her a mustache. Instead, <laughs> we'll, using the law of equivalent exchange, we'll give her uh, uh, three jars of. Wait fetus. a second. So you're three. saying one jar. lady mustache equals three fetuses in jars? There is great magic in a lady mustache. <laughs> so guys, what the fuck is with the jars? God, that was. I. I, I up staring and I'm like man that one in the middle is big That's a it's big so big you don't put you bury that baby you don't put it in a jar fucking the- Etrig wanted to live but that- he didn't get it that was like a <laughs> six month old that baby juice is like real cloudy and did gross. they have formaldehyde back in the day I mean I don't know it's people juice it's not formaldehyde Oh my god. Okay, so obviously this is if you are understanding the things we were saying this is a, this <laughs> yeah. is a TV only thing the babies in the jars you're right and, so uh, to visit his wife to be all like, I'm sorry for boning Melisandre on the side. And she's like, no, no. Melisandre cool. told me everything. And I wept with joy when I found out. And when I was watching this scene, I just imagined Stannis being like, so, Theresa? <laughs> but that's well, the same Because, she, okay, well, she's obviously very religious. When, when we walk, when they, you know, the scene starts, she's praying to the fire in her room. She got a little uh, singed by it when she put her oh, hands out. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So, yeah. like, she's really into the religion. In the book, she is the one that brings, you know, introduces Stannis and yeah. all that kind of to stuff. To Melisandre, yeah. She's yeah. like the original zealot. Yeah, and <laughs> of all of uh, Stannis's men that are super religious are all the Queen's men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're right. all Solis, uh, Florent. That's Florence. She's a Florent. Yeah, he got that some doesn't Florence, matter some Fossil Ways, all those people. All those dudes. Guys, um, what's with the jars? The jars, man. I guess she had three miscarriages, yeah. miscarriages and she just kept them. Why would you display them? Let's, say, like, let's say you are going to keep your babies happen. in a jar. You put yeah, them somewhere, not in the main living area. She's obviously got some problems. And, like, not only does she have babies locked in a jar, she's like, oh, I also have my daughter locked in this cell. Like don't don't go talk to don't her. Don't go talk to it's her. It's like a cell room. She it's obviously pretty. can get out. 
Yeah, it's not like she what you think windows. a princess would be hanging out in. Listen, when she's she's tur- the princess is turning into a dragon. Apparently, she needs help. <laughs> oh, it's Elise. When when Stan's just like, I'm gonna go visit my daughter. She's like, you don't have to visit her. Leave her alone. She's a distraction. I'm so sorry yeah. that I made that for you. Yeah. It's- oh man. Oh. And that, okay. So like, sorry. Here's like a like a mini tangent. Like, Celise, she's so interesting to me because like she's obviously like so like having a, ch- a boy child is so important in a world like Game of Thrones right. because it's like you're a woman all you can do is have boy children for your husband and she's not been able to do that she's only had a daughter and not only did she just have a daughter she had a daughter whose face is messed up and so she's like extremely ashamed and like very yeah. wrapped up in how she was not a good wife to Stannis because she only had stillborn sons Yeah, and that's the curse of like extreme like male driven society where like if you're a girl the only good thing you can do is produce men from and your body the, the thing is also she talks about how Melisandre gave him a son it was a shadow baby I like, know I was that like that son's gone yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> son so could literally so not bad. go out in the sun unless he's like out around somewhere and we don't That'd even know awesome. oh my god yeah, that son was like, made of farts he might have gone to college <laughs> after that so that's why we're not seeing yeah. him oh that's probably what's awkward happening awkward teen years yeah, I don't know why she kept talking about that either. I thought that was dumb. I was like, that's a shadow. <laughs> that's not well, a real like, son. What kind of crazy evil person would you have to be to have babies in jars? Like, this is weird, she's you guys. She's crazy. Strange choice. I don't think she's evil. I think she's very disturbed. I think you would have to be, like, way over the top. Maybe it's a Lord of Maybe it's a Lord of Light thing. Like, I, But it's so not. Those babies have been around for, like, a while. Yeah. yeah like, true. before the Lord of Light she's came into some, her she's life. She's had some sadness. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she crazy, and Stan's like, "I'm gonna leave you alone and go talk to my daughter, who seems mostly normal, other than her face." Right. Okay. Should we talk about what she has? Yeah, I, I guess you can say some. She has a condition called grayscale that yeah. just causes your skin to like all like get hard and like hard, flaky, yeah. and most of the time it's fatal. But it's like hyper uh, chickenpox. Right. Yeah, basically. it doesn't kill children that much. Well, but it, yeah, you can't. Children can survive it, but adult, I think adults, adults you're, you're you're screwed. Yeah. Um. So she got it when she was an infant, and she did. Th- they thought she was gonna die, but she did survive. But her like whole side of her face and like neck is all like stiff and messed up. And now, can she give that to anyone? I is that say, I want to say that that's the other thing is that like in kids it's not contagious, but adults it's definitely contagious. Yeah. So. I don't know if they do they lock her away just because they're ashamed of her. Well, she's around. She walks around. She, yeah, she is not contagious for sure. Like, okay, she's definitely not contagious. In the yeah, because I, I mean, like, she's fairly normalish for being a kid that's locked away in a tower by herself. <laughs> she sings a, a slightly creepy song. Yeah, for yeah. A super creepy song. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's because they don't have patch face. Oh yeah, it's, I think it's the patch face song, right? It is absolutely the patch face song. <laughs> the show's worse. They didn't have patch face. Zero stars. I hate it. Yeah, I hate patch um, face, though, so I'm kind of okay no, with it. No, but I hate him, but also I love him. I love all I love all of the jesters, and I'm mad that none of the jesters have showed up at well, all. Well, Dantos is in it briefly. Well, he gets made into a jester. He's not Man, like a... Fart. Fart. <laughs> I want butter bumps, and I want patch face, and I want them now. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm with you. Yeah, especially Butterbot. I take everything back positive I've said about anything. <laughs> hey, all of it. Under the sea, the rain is dry. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I know. I think the issue is that you guys are audible listeners. 
Yeah. yeah, and we're book readers, so we can we invented a less terrible. Yeah, that voice sounds for pretty it. bad. That's not how he sounded in that, my head. Thrifty's uh, impression is pretty close to the book. <laughs> Guys, if you aren't reading the books, you should read the books because then you'll get to hear about this creepy uh, jester man named Patchface. Yeah, and then he was basically absorbed like certain characteristics of Patchface into Shireen. Yeah, the creepy songs and stuff that she's singing. That is a Patchface thing. Teaching Davos to read. Teaching Davos to well, no, that's te- teaching Davos to read. That was that's a, that's a joke. I remember when Patchface taught Davos how to read. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, A B C one two three. <laughs> For like a half, a, qu- a millisecond, my brain thought, did Patrice do that? <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make sense. Uh, uh, so, Stannis and Shireen, they like talk a little bit, and uh, Shireen's like, where's Davos? He's my friend. He made me this ship. And he's, he's like, I, I need to tell you something. This is going to be hard. He's a fucking traitor, and I've locked him in a, tra- in a dungeon. Good night. Bye. Banish him from your mind forever. Yeah, he is like maybe better if you like don't think about him anymore. Yeah. But Stannis still does like show some emotion towards his daughter. Like you can tell he like cares for her. And I think this is like the first time that we've seen emotion from him. Stannis is in a weird place right Even now. like well, it also like when he's like trying to admit to Slice that he cheated on her, he's all like, Oh, I'm so mad at myself for doing he's this. He's very but, honorable. He's very, very honorable. Because this is like the third year in a row that the uh, Father of the Year award has gone unclaimed in Westeros. <laughs> no one gets it. No, no one gets it. They're all terrible. Like, I'm trying to think of one, and I really can't. None of them. Terrible. Davos was a good dad. Davos is a good dad. Yeah, That's but he, his kids are grown, though. So. <laughs> and also dead. Also dead. Yeah, There's a few a- around. He, he has made a few. a few issues, maybe. Yeah. Like yeah. I, don't, I feel like if your kids are like out doing their own thing, you you know you're not really doing fatherly duties anymore. So I think he's disqualified. The Tyrells are kind of they're kind of like mm-hmm. we're gonna use you, but it's well, cool. who? Wait, uh, which okay. father in the Tyrells? Aren't all I forget his name. That, they're like barely even in anything. Is he Lord Giles? Is that him? I think no. I don't. Uh, they are barely, they're not important. Mace. They're dumb. Are you talking like, about Mace Tyrell? Yeah, Mace. Yeah, Mace. His Maybe. name is Mace. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. great. That's, he's he back wins there. because his name is Mace. That's like my favorite rapper, you guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he's, a, he's my favorite creature. Um, anyway, all that, uh, we got really off topic. Yeah. Shireen talks to Stannis <laughs> so for a while. He abruptly leaves. Shireen is like, oh no, the Onion Knight is my friend and he is in the dungeon. I'll bring him a book to read. And Davos is like, yeah, I can't. I can't read. Can I say <laughs> that this actress. That's playing Shireen is doing awesome. Oh, she's adorable. Yeah, like, she's fantastic. Adorable. Yeah, she's doing she's a really both good job. Cute and kind of like funny and aloof. And like a little time. like beyond her years, like she's like a little precocious. Yes, I, I think is a good word for it. Um, and, yeah, it was almost. Sometimes they do things that I almost call like movie quality, like mm-hmm. a quick scene change or a <gasps> oh, like a, a reveal. Yeah. And when she turned around, like the way the that camera face was like. Around, ah! like ah! Yeah. Good job, because from the side she's like, "Oh, she's so cute, like this little girl." And it's like, "Wait, no, oh my mm-hmm. god, her face." Yeah, it's messed up. But and yeah, this is it goes further when she's like hanging out with Dantos, Davos. Excuse me. Oh, they should hang out with Dantos. When she's like, "That man drinks and, and sleepy. He's sleepy. <laughs> yeah, he likes to drink wine and sleep." <laughs> like you know what, Shireen, I like to do that too. <laughs> That's my favorite activity. Uh, <laughs> but she decides she wants to teach Davos to read, and Davos is like, "Hey, you can't. Like you're gonna get in trouble." And she's like, "What are they gonna do? Lock me in a cell?" Ha ha ha. That was oh, already there. You gotta read about Aegon's badass. Aegon, and then oh, this is like the most perfect scene transition because she's talking about like Aegon's um, 
his troops like marching over, taking over Westeros, and then it fades into Daenerys' troops for like yeah. a half a heartbeat. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna show like Aegon. Yeah. It's gonna be so awesome. That's what I was thinking. Flashback. Jesus Christ, got super sad when it was not. <laughs> but then I, mean, I was, was like, still- oh, that's okay. It was still a cool scene transition. It was. Yeah. And especially since Aegon is Daenerys' like ancestor. Right. So, you know. He's like, the conqueror. Yeah, and she's like taking his inheritance and you know, like take over Westeros again. The dragons. Um, I feel like okay, there was there was like one good part of this. Like basically Mormont and Barristan are like having a big old pissing match back and forth. Mm-hmm. Well, right. they, it starts kinda, out like, like friendly, but then Yeah, they're like rowing around with their like war stories yeah. and stuff for a little while. Yeah, and then and then Mormont basically tries to uh take Jorah's he's trying to take Jorah's place. He's like, well when we, uh you know when we get over there. Wait, you said Mormont. He's not a Mormont. He's Barristan Selmy. Right. He's trying to take Mormont's place. Yeah, Jorah Mormont. Oh, I see. Barristan... Oh, I got confused. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Barristan is trying to take Jorah Mormont's place when they get to uh Westeros. He's like, you know, there's not gonna be really place for, you know, slavers over there, so you're gonna need to step down. His rep is not so good over there. Yeah. yeah. George's like, oh, you're probably right, but I've been here all along. Listen, I don't listen to you, punk. Peace. Yeah. And, and, and this is where, and then Jorah also kind of tests the waters with Barrison to see if he knows about. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting, I thought. He's, he's all like, Jorah. oh, you're on the, the council meetings? And he's like, no. So yeah. I guess Barrison doesn't know, or he's at least playing it like I'm he pretty, does not I could have sworn he was in that meeting, though. Okay, so That's if you forgot Jorah, or it's heavily implied that Jorah knew about the he he protected Danny against the uh, assassins from Westeros. Yeah, but he was also he was the one selling. He was informing on her. It's never directly said, but it's it's really heavily implied in the first season. So no, I think it is directly said. I think the very says it. I think they make it pretty clear at at least. It's not a spoiler. He no, no, guys, don't don't write an email. So. It's not a spoiler. It was talked about in the first season. Don't do it. I'm, yeah, but I, I, I'm sure a if lot. If you write a letter, are... then I'll be shut up because it's in the first season. It's not a spoiler. Um, I kind of feel like Barristan maybe knows. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. Anyway, that. Oh, well, that could be some future fun conflict. Yeah. Yeah. Like, definitely. let's drop this bomb on you. Boom. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, so they're having the pissing match, and meanwhile, Daenerys is trying to like. I don't know, make friends with her new non-slave <laughs> So army. what are you guys into? What do you guys like? Killing? We like to fight? Um, so she's like, oh, like, do you guys have a leader? And everyone like immediately parts and the one guy comes forward. And his, yeah, name is, it, his name is Grey well, Worm. First, the entire group picked leaders for themselves. And yeah. then this group picked a leader from that group. Right. So these are all the officers. And then... Yeah. Yeah. And Grey Worm is the leader of leaders. Yeah, he's the head of the Unsullied now. Yeah. Since they're free. Um, so Danny, when she finds out his name is Grey Worm, she's like, what That's a dumb the name. hell? What's <laughs> That's a shitty name. And Miss Sandy can see like that Danny's like very confused, but then she's like, Oh yeah, like they get named a new name once they're taken as you know, slaves and their manhood's chopped off and they're named things like Grey Worm and like Black Rat and yeah. Red Flea. And, and shit man. Like they're they're I almost said varmints, like my grandma was saying. <laughs> they're like, they're vermin. Vermin, yeah. That's good. A varmint. Varmint. I think that I can't, there's no other way I can say that word than with a southern accent. Like, it's impossible. Varmint. Varmint. 
Um, they're yeah. All that to say is they're 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 nothing. Like yeah. that's why they're given those names. They're and, dirty trash people. And that are like the like, best fighters. She can't. She cannot deal with the fact that they're all named things like this. She's like, no. Like you guys, from now on, you get to choose your own name, the name that you were born with, whatever name you feel like, whatever right. gives you pride, you choose that name. <sighs> oh, and then the most. Most wonderful part of the maybe not the most wonderful part of the episode, but a very good part. And Grey Worm was like, "No, I choose Grey Worm because the name I was born with was unlucky. Yeah. That's what I name I was given when I was going into slavery. But I was had the name Grey Worm when Daenerys Stormborn freed me. And it was right. Like, <laughs> and <laughs> I don't. I don't think they implied this in the show, but in the books, their names get changed like once a week. Yeah, yeah like yeah. so they don't get attached to it. Exactly. Right. So the idea is that he was not just that he was an unsullied for several years, and then Daenerys bought him, and he's like, "Oh, okay, I was in, I was Grey Worm for a long time." But like the idea is that the one day that he was Grey Worm, or the one however long yeah, it was, it's every was, day almost. I right. thought it was every day in the books. But... In the books, yeah, definitely not in the show though. In the show, they did not. Go it didn't there. explain that. It did because it, it's it, complicated, it, you guys. It, it is. Um, but he says that his name, the name Grey Worm is Lucky because that's the name he had when Daenerys freed him. He really, yeah, he was good. Yeah. Oh, so good. I'm so glad they kept Grey Worm the character. I was like, I'm really surprised they did it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. I mean, he's, a, he's important. Yeah, that's true because Danny doesn't have as much of her bros. Yeah. So they need people to, for her to talk to. So now that she's got Miss Andy and now she's got Grey Worm. Yeah. So. And yeah. I don't think she has any more Dothraki. He has, she has kind of like they're one. They're around. But well, no, she definitely has all the Dothraki. She just doesn't saying, have like, her handmaids. Actors that are yeah, chill. they're not like in the show. Yeah. Right. But like, guys, I think they, they showed one guy that she talked to before. I don't know. But that was a great. That was yeah, a great. Yeah, the Dothraki are still there. Just so Yeah, they, sh- they showed them. But I was saying like she doesn't have a Jogo or an Eerie or a. Yeah, they're all toast dead. Right. Super dead. Womp womp. Mm. Yep. Boom. So on that Ending high, it man. with a bang. <laughs> yeah, man. They're all dead. Sad. Are they stopped for water? Also, dead is this podcast. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. This podcast. This particular episode. In that it's over. Yeah. And we're never doing another one again. <laughs> this week. Today, yeah. Yes. What he said. <laughs> uh, so now what? What do we do now? We read feedback? We do- Feedback, right? Yeah, got yeah. Is that how this works? Guys, I think we go to feedback now. Listen, uh, there's a lot of Game of Thrones podcasts out there. Uh, many of them are very, very good, but we like it when you say that we're good. It helps us compete in, in the quarterly Game of Thrones podcast challenge. Um, go on over to iTunes and just leave us a five-star review, and you might be famous like these people. Look at your, your face. says two words. Awesome. Mike Russ Mick says, I know. I know. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> Red Roz Bush says, finger licking good. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Fridge Butterfly says, great discussion. Thank you. Uh, Jaeger Monster says, the grandest of Game of Thrones podcasts. That's very nice. JC Oceanic from Canada says, G'day, mate, Canadian from the behind the season two wall. Thank you. What does that mean? Jesus, this is a long review. Scrolling. Scrolling. Okay, I'm done. Uh, Kai Surf <laughs> says, a man gives his podcast five stars. Uh, Jaeger Monster, I think, reviewed us again, says, great podcast. Uh, the stallion that mounts, wait, 
The stallion of the mountain that rides. Oh, gosh. That's confusing. Ow, guys, does my back hurt or what? This podcast is so good. I almost forgot the pain. Keep it up. <laughs> That's clever. Uh, parachute over me says, brilliant. Tiffany Dish from the United States says, calling all Game of Thrones fans, men and ladies. I'm just Tiffany J. I'm s- Tim- Tiffany J. No. <laughs> And uh, she uh, goes on to say that Wine Women Westeros is also very good. Thanks. I don't know. I don't listen to I it. It's, it's technically a competitor. Wait, have us. you never listened to it? No, I have. Oh, I'm about to, mm, about to be so mad I at you. I haven't listened to the most recent, no. That's okay. Uh, Fred Marino, Kicking Chicken Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Never420 has his love it. Uh, Nib G26 is so much fun. Rob Kennedy79 says from the United Kingdom says, Great podcast. It is known. Uh, Cthulhu42 says, it killed my computer. With humor. Uh, <laughs> You're Mike welcome. Mike Dow from Canada says, Mike <laughs> Dow. Further, Mike Dow. Thank you. Tripod for free says, test. Direwolf oh ate my shadow baby from Australia says, Get, I ate my pants every time. I what? wet my I, pants. I wet. Guys, it's hard. I have to go quick. Can't, can't pause. You didn't even, he was from Australia and you didn't do your stupid accent. Yeah. I only do that. You only do that for Canadians. Uh, Night Shift listener from the United States says, surprisingly delicious. Thank you. Uh, Jaeger Monster, yet again. Oh my God. <laughs> best Game of Thrones podcast. Whoever you are. You should you. Good job on reviewing it. Sir. Yeah, that, why, why don't the rest of you give us four reviews? I, I didn't even think that was possible. I thought it's, like didn't let you do it was that. from a different country. I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, go to all the countries on iTunes. You can change your region and review us everywhere. Um, we have a Twitter. It's at Cast of Thrones. We also have a Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Cast of Thrones. We also have a website. It's called castofthrones.com. But, uh, you know, we mainly talk to people on Twitter, and we love you all. So I'm just going to give some shout-outs to people on the Twitter, like Jenna Sten, Shell Dragon, Allison, uh, Footin General, Shannon Harris, Martha Brown, um, King Bob, Linz, Helen Jones, Miss Lane, Thrifty Nerd, ACK, Paul Lewis, uh, Mooney, uh, Laura Likes Lemons, Comedy Gold. There, there's too many lists, but thank you for uh, tweeting at us. We always try to respond when you guys ask us questions or give us One of them topics. you mentioned was Thrifty Nerd, and that's actually me. So if you want to talk to me oh, on Twitter, I'm Thrifty Nerd. Oh, and you can find me on Twitter at Jennifer Cheek. I'm on Twitter at Tim Lanning. I'm on Twitter at R. Bristow. Uh, so now what, what happens is we play some music, and then when we come back, there will be spoiler talk. And then after that, we'll play more music, and then there'll be butt talk. Mm-hmm. So um, if you want to hear spoilers, uh, wait till after the music. If you don't, you can turn off the podcast. Now wait. Don't turn it off yet. First, yeah. you have to let me say, until next week, keep riding that donkey. I feel like it should be until next week, keep riding that butt. But donkey, Tim's an ass. That's a better joke. <laughs> yeah, I do not think that. It's like way better. I, I get it, but I like but donkey more. But donkey, but donkey, donkey, but donkey. Guys, what is that smell? 
<laughs> You're supposed to say at the end after we spoiled yeah. it. Oh, okay, it's not spoiled this yet. This milk is rotten. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever come up with ever. It's pretty great. Um, I feel like I don't have a lot. I mean, I feel like I should have more spoiler thoughts for uh, this week. I guess but, like, we got some real interesting crackpot theories. Oh yeah, the crackpot theory is great. We got some real well, substance there. I mean, it basically what I don't know. Like the whole thing with Rob going to the phrase. I get it. They gotta go to the phrase. But is there a le why could they not have done the Edmer thing? Which they they're might going be. to. They're, they're going they're, to. They're, they're I don't know why they. I don't. Tim, your theory. You're they're they're trying to simplify things, and you're like being too book reader right now. Like yeah, let it happen, man. I so they're they're Relax. you know I was talking to a friend of mine about like how this is supposed to be half of book three, and I'm like they're moving so fast. They're There's a fast. lot of shit. Like when we like we're trying to break it down, that isn't even close. Like John coming over the wall, then going back to the wall to fight. Yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, like San uh, uh, Sansa makes it all all the way to the Erie. I think. Oh shit! She book. does. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's so Joffrey's wedding, uh, Tyrion's wedding, the Red Wedding, all of that shit happens. Um. Arya, um, you know, fighting with the Hound and like leaving and like yeah, she gets on a boat. Yeah, there's getting, still some shit on the boat. Like, there's so much shit that I forgot about that happens the rest of the season. So we can agree that episode nine of this season is going to be the Red Wedding. From what they have, pre said. I'm pre I just I really feel that in my heart. That's what's gonna yeah, happen. not just the Red Wedding. And then episode ten is going to end with uh, showing Catelyn being resurrected, or that's she's what I think. I hope they do the the actual uh, epilogue from the book where it's that one random dude and that, he comes that, up on Catelyn with the Brotherhood of the Banners, I guess. That upset uh, Frey guy. He's like, oh, oh he's what? Like, oh, got a bellyache or something stupid. Yeah. I, I hope again that they save it to the end of season four. They might. That's such a much do you, better. Do you bam. think that um, Sansa and Tyrion's wedding is going to be this season or next season? I think it's going to be this season. I yes. think so. Oh, so I think. I it wouldn't be, be surprised if it's next episode or the episode after. It's yeah, gonna be. Like, it's gonna be soon. Um, yeah. It, be, it could be episode nine. No, but the, it had already. Okay, so the red wedding had already happened when they got married. Because right. like, sorry, your brother. Need to happen in the same thing. Oh yeah, you're right. But they don't really need one to happen for the yeah, other. Yeah, they, they kind of go it their own way. Um, Blake Green emailed us and was basically saying that he thinks the. Uh, split is going to be sometime after Sansa and Tyrion's married marriage because right. there's a line from a preview from Joffrey. It was like, everyone is mine to torment, which comes when Tyrion tells Joffrey he's had enough shit and Sansa is no longer his. And that's like right after mm. Sansa and Tyrion's wedding. I can see, uh, yeah, I can definitely see that. So, man, I don't know, yeah. but there's, I, I'm sure they will find a way to fill that. And we know that they're they're gonna do the tower stuff with John. It, you know, when they find that random farmer and they have to kill him. Oh, yeah. Um, once they get over the wall. Man. What about Egret? When's that going to go down? Ooh. Well, they showed her shooting a bow in the, in the, in the rain. That's going to be sad. Yeah. So. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you, I don't think they're going to get to the battle scene at, like, John going across the wall and then um, Bran's wolf saving him and letting, you know, helping him escape. And all that crap. Uh, I, I think that is going to happen. 
You think that is? That's yeah, the, the end it, of the book. No, they, they fight at the wall at the end of the book. I feel like they got to spend a lot more time with Ugret and, and Jon Snow. Yeah. I mean, next episode. Well, the next episode is about to be, yeah, climbing time, which I have been looking forward to this How entire season. Do it? I don't, I don't, guys, Jeez, I don't man, know. We have so few weeks until it's like, bam, episode. Until we're irrelevant again. Yeah. Wait, weren't you <laughs> so saying sad. they're taking a break over Memorial I Day? read that somewhere, and now I don't know where to confirm my sources, uh, but I, I saw that's true. That they well, were, no, they were taking a break between either 8 and 9 or 9 and 10. Sheep. Uh, like a one-week break? Yeah, like for Memorial Day or something. Don't you guys get the um, emails from them about it? No. No, I don't think we get those anymore. I still get them. I'm signed up on like one of my personal things where it's like, here's what happens in every episode. And I'm like, thanks. I don't want to read this. <laughs> I do. Mm. <laughs> I find out. Yeah. I'm trying to find it. Is there any other? Yeah, there is definitely. Yep. Yeah, there is a, a break. So episode eight is on May 19th and episode nine is not until June 2nd. Are you fucking kidding? Nope. Ta- wait, that's two weeks, right? Um, let's see here. I must look at calendar. Mm. Let's see here. May 19th. No, that's, well, it takes a week off and then. Because there's always a week in between every other show. Okay, yeah. So it's a May 19th and then they take off which day? They take off the 26th and, and then it's, it's the back second. on. The second. Okay. Yeah, and then the last That's episode cool. is June 9th. Okay. Episode 9 is named The Reigns of Castamere. Uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be The Red Wedding. Or The Red it's Wedding. The press release. Man. <laughs> okay, so the rest of, okay, so these are the episodes that are left. This is okay. an, I'm looking at the wiki right now. Next episode is The Climb, duh, but the Climb at the Wall. Next one is The Bear and the Maiden Fair. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> oh, it's going to yeah, be some yeah. Danny shit. No, that's going to be... um. Uh, Brienne fighting Brienne. a bear. Yeah. Oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah. Because <gasps> I saw her in a pink dress in the next episode. Yeah, and they have a, a, a tra- in the trailer, they have her oh fight the bear. Oh, my God. Um, do, and then- is she, uh, wait, is she fight the bear where she's at? Yeah. Yeah. They have bear. a bear fighting pit there? Yeah, yeah I think they showed it coming does. in. Um, the one after that is Second Sons. That's an episode. And then Reigns of Casimir and then Misa? M H Y S A. What does that even mean? Is that mean? Valerian? Maybe. I have no idea. I'm going to look it up. Misa's I don't know. Talking. My, my Valerian's okay, but my high Valerian isn't very good. So my Misa don't Valerian. know what that means. Oh, no. Stop. Oh. Please stop. Uh, oh, 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 oh. That's where um, it means mother in Giscari. When when Danny's going through that city and she's like freeing all oh, the slaves yeah, 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 and they're like, yeah, yeah. Misa, Misa. Misa. Um, here's a fun fact when last week i was talking all the high valerian shit and tim's like making hardcore fun of me yeah. and then this episode where danny's talking to valeria and she says boozdar i'm like yeah i mean slave because i remember <laughs> she goes boozdar the same time danny does i'm like uh <laughs> yeah what <laughs> uh so do we just want to move on to the crackpot theory of the week or yeah. do, is it i don't have any other uh, stuff please, please do let's do crackpot theory so in keeping with Kind of the theme. Since Patchface was not in this episode, I felt like we still we had to get a little Patchface. Give him face. some love. We need some Patchface love. So this week's crackpot theory is Patchface a prophet slash the drowned god. <laughs> 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 so, 
Um, guys, Patrice is really creepy. He's always singing lots of songs and stuff. And a lot of the things that he sings seem to have some prophetic relevance. Um, first of all, so Patchface was brought to Dragonstone by Robert Renly and Sanus's parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you remember, their parents drowned on the mm-hmm. boat. Patchface was on the boat, and they drowned. And like three days or so later, Patchface shows up, washes ashore. And before that, they had, like, written, been like, yeah, we have this awesome, like, jester, and he's, like, does all these things, he's really smart. He's going to make languages. Uh, and yeah. Stannis like, won't be sad, it'd be great. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. No, Stannis is always sad. But anyway, so when he washes ashore, like, he's not right anymore. Mm-hmm. And they describe him, he's named Patchface because he has tattoos, like, these, is it like literally patches all over his face? Yeah, it's, it's like, like a check- checkerboard. Board. Checkerboard, yeah. And and he's like kind of gone to fat at this point. But I, I'm, I'm guessing that he did, did not used to look that way. But now yeah. he's like kind of chunky and he's got the crazy tattoo and he like shuffles around and he has um like weird antlers that he wears on his head and mm-hmm. stuff. Cowbells on them and stuff. Right? Yeah. Um. And this is like a fun, I don't remember which book this was in, but Melisandre sees Patchface and she's like, that creature is dangerous. Many a time I have glimpsed him in my flames. Sometimes there are skulls about him and his lips are red with blood. <laughs> so <What? laughs> there's that. Uh, um, so Melisandre, he's like I mean, the devil. Something. Well, and we know, like we talked about, like the red god's like real in some way. So like Melisandre sees something is up with Patchface. Yeah, either, either the red god is real or the magic they're using is real. Exactly. So. And I, I don't think that that would be included idly. I mean, maybe it is, but, like, why would they say that about just, like, a random gesture, yeah. dude? Like, <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, because, I mean, Melisandre is bringing a lot of hers from her visions. Yeah. So when when she sees her fire visions and she sees all the, this fear, fiery, scary stuff, she's like, ah, uh, I don't like this man. But I guess it's one of those things that we've mentioned that if the Red God's real and maybe the Drowned God's real because... um. The number of Ironborn who don't get drowned yeah. when they are drowned, drowned. <laughs> like th- just they're they're kind of like savage uh, Nordic men. They're like so, Viking dudes, right? It seems like they'd be poor at really le- knowing restraint on how to drown someone correctly. I think I, I was reading something today too that was just talking about like water in general having power. Um, that's why that like the drowned god like. The mermaids. On, the mermaid. I don't know about that, maybe. But, like, Patchface goes under the water, and he's gone for three days, and he comes back up, and he's got, like, some weird, like, vision and shit. And then later, they talk about, like, the whites being under the water. Like, remember that whole, like, they send the letter from Hard Home, was, like, dead things in the water. Anyway, there's, there's, stuff, there's thoughts about there being, like, power in the water. Like, maybe yeah. the whites were trapped, like, under the ice in the water for a while, and now they're coming up. Um, I think one of my favorite... Uh, Patchface songs slash prophecies is when he sings fool's blood king's blood blood on the maiden's thigh but change for the guest and change for the bridegroom I I I guys that predicts a red wedding mm-hmm. let me explain why because fool's blood that is that jingle bell that Catelyn kills the the fray jester mm. king's blood obviously Rob dies blood on the maiden's thigh so while all that shit is going down um, Edmure is like you know, deflowering his lady up in their room and then chains for the guests and change the bridegroom because then they're all taken captive. 
So that's what happens. Yeah. And that one I think is the that's the most convincing of all yeah. of his. Like he has him do yeah. like it's the most on the nose, Wait, who's really. Who's taking captain, captive? Uh, Edmure. Ed, Edmure and, like, several of the guests that are there at the wedding. Okay. Like, left over. Yeah, Edmure survives. Edmure survives, and his wife is theoretically pregnant. pregnant. And he's just like, yeah, he's stuck with the phrase for a while. Um, Do we know what happens to him, or we still don't know? I don't think so. Uh, I think they're talking about sending him back to either Castley Rock it is chilling. I think him and his wife are just supposed to be chilling. Aren't they? Don't they like all, like trot him out and like threaten to kill him? Like they put all him the on a giant gallows. Yes, that's yeah. right. Months, during knew, se- months, weeks during his. I knew. It was yeah, I think I know. Like, which I remember this now. Yeah. Anyway, that so that predicts red wedding theoretically. I, I yeah. feel like that one's like pretty much spot on. Um, yeah, another. He has, he has one where he theoretically predicts Wyman Mandalay. Making a uh, a frame pie. pie, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the, the thing with Patchface is he's so creepy, but all of his stuff is so gibberishy that you mm-hmm. the other that well here's another one this this one's not like as on the nose well the thing is the red wedding's already done so of course it's obvious to us now what that means but like I just feel like some of this Patchface stuff is gonna become obvious later like this one um, Patchface I guess when he sees John. He says, the crow, the crow, under the seas, the crows are white as snow. I know, I know, oh, oh, oh. And they're talking about different meanings for that. One being that the crows are going to turn into whites <laughs> beyond the wall. And that whole, like, dead things in the water that the guy sent the letter to the wall. From, like, hard home? Yeah, from hard home. That it's cr- dead crows or crows that are now whites in the water. Um, or it could be a prediction that Jon Snow died and went into ghost. Hmm. White as snow. Ah. Yeah, hmm. that's, another, that's another thought. But that one, again, like, I think the, the Red Wedding was just so obvious because we already know what happened. So yeah. we can, like, look back at it. It's not Bible prophecy where it's not the, <laughs> it's Yeah, it's not as uh, tight as the other ones that are, like, pretty straightforward. But give your, your rabid fan base, like, what, 20 years? Yeah, they'll, well, they'll dig. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, there, there's another one where he's singing the like the shadows come to dance, my lord, and people mm. are like, oh yeah, that's predicting Melisandre's shadow baby going to kill Renly, and maybe the shadow baby's still around somewhere. Which almost from this episode in college, maybe I almost like I had just assumed that shadow baby was like totally gone, but then this episode when they were talking about like oh you have a son, I was like huh, I mean that thing yeah, is around somewhere. Around. Maybe what if, is. like, okay, after all these years that we spent, like, doing this show and reading these books, what if the end of the series is, like, and they were in purgatory the whole time and it um, was all a fever dream? Yeah, that'll, that'll happen. No. Like, what oh. if? Like, do we all commit suicide? Do we Should we make a yeah. pact right now? We, we commit ritual suicide, like, drink the Kool-Aid at the same time and just... Hell, I'll do it if Stannis isn't sitting on the Iron Throne at the end. What? Oh, man, that's a that's a bold... bold. Guys, I bold wouldn't right do there. it because, you know, the journey is is uh-huh. is, is just as much fun as the no, end. If it, it doesn't all pay Spending off. all this time with you guys yeah. is... It's beautiful. Just, it's beautiful. It makes, it's special to me. Aww. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> If it doesn't oh. pay off, suicide pact. Done. All I have to say, <laughs> guys, Patchface is definitely a prophet. Also, maybe he's the drowned god. I recognize I've not given really any evidence that he's the drowned god. Well, he, he drowned, drowned, he drowned and came back to life. 
He might be a vessel for the drowned god. Yeah, I think that's more likely, although this is all very not likely. I mean, it's pretty airtight. He's obviously <laughs> got some prediction or some... He's got, he does have some... A lot of, I think there's a lot of like weird prediction like that. I mean, there, there's a lot of prophecies. Like, if you ever want to like get your brain exploded, go to look up like Game of Thrones prophecies, because there are a lot... Of them, mm-hmm. but, like there's all the ones with Daddy in the house and then dying. There's the one with Maggie the Frog with Cersei. Like there's the one, um, Arya. Doesn't she like visit a weird like little woods witch lady or something? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like a child Maggie of the, Maggie the Frog or something. Yeah, a child of the forest something. Like yeah, she does some prophecy too. There's a bunch. So if you ever want to like lose your life for a day and get totally sucked in, you should look that up. Guys, so, guys yeah. what's that smell? This milk is rotten. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah. Stick around for a segment. About um, butts. Yeah. About butts uh, that we cut out of the beginning because it was out of place. Because it was really bad. It was bad. <laughs> it was good. It was so good. Can we all act like started. adults? No. Just because <laughs> this episode not. had 17 butts in it doesn't Look, mean you I, have to giggle like school children. You know, maybe it's just because it's spring in the air. Like, But I do feel like the episode last night transported me straight back to middle school. And I was yeah. really oh. giggling about all the nudity that was happening. I'd like to clarify that I'm not kissed by fire, and I really didn't think that joke through. Uh <laughs> Guys, I want to um, before we get into the serious Game of Thrones talk, I want to, yes. I want to, I, I want to clear something up. What are we clearing up here? Clear cell? It works. It does. Even for me, I. So there was, there was, there was talk of seeing Jamie Lannister's balls on this episode. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're just going right into it, aren't and, we? Yeah, because they were there. And I would argue that we did not see his balls. Um, I saw. I saw a shadow of something in between the legs. I Look. I believe he was wearing a merkin. Oh, uh. I, but like, wait, a, mer- a merkin is fake pubic hair. It's fake hair. So you right, you're saying that legs like that. You're saying he had a giant fake pubic hair all over <laughs> himself. No. 
Uh, if you guys will scroll to the bottom of our Google Doc. <laughs> uh, you at home as well. Uh, you will see. Oh, my God, you screen-capped it. You will see four <gasps> screenshots of Jamie Lannister's <laughs> undercarriage. So like you should you should get those images. I was kidding, but I'm glad you did it. Uh, yeah, he probably has one of those uh, ball sack things. He's got a little he's got a little thing on his balls, right? Because you can't. Yeah. You, there's no definition here. There's a, there's a lump, but yeah, <laughs> clearly he looks like, he, he looks like a GI Joe. These images are very dark. They Became are full of terror. Jesus. Computer, <laughs> computer enhance. <laughs> exactly. We need to see it. Like, what is it? See, uh, in CIS, one of those people, Law and Orders. I don't know. Uh, Jag. Jag. One of those peeps. We, we need, need to come and, and really let us know what the truth is. Oh my god. Right. But look, they moved. We we just rewatched it, and they were moving. They were not. I don't know. They're moving. Well, yes, they is, they I think a merkin. A merkin could flow back and forth. I think. Guys, no. I don't think that's Wait. called a merkin. Can we Google no. Merkin yeah, real quick? I don't think you guys know what a Merkin We've is. We've talked about Merkins like several or like, times or like a wig, but I... If they're like they're pubic, pubic hair, hair wigs. It's yeah. like, it's like These fake. are definitely in the same family. I feel like the store that you would yeah, buy I, a Merkin at would be the, also the store you buy the thing that covers up your balls during acting scenes. Do you, do you fake, think the, balls? the the demand for that is so... Like great, they they have to have a store. It's not just like something special ordered from some custom shop. Uh, yes, I believe it's a, so. It's a store that only has those two I things. I don't understand the concept of a thing that covers your balls up. Everyone's just gonna think this still your balls. So what's the point? It's to hide your balls, secret shame. Those balls look weird. Is that why you? No, to it's to hide balls? your penis and balls. Balls like, are like they're like snowflakes, and also like. <laughs> She, he doesn't want to show his his stuff to uh, Brienne. You know he does. <laughs> oh, so you think that Jamie Lannister has um, the nutsack? <laughs> Wait, are we saying up. the actor is wearing a merkin or Jamie Lannister is shot? <laughs> the actor. I, I so don't... the brothers without banners are hanging out in the cave, <laughs> oh, right? And Vulgate. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm enhancing uh, the picture in Photoshop right now. Oh, oh, okay, good. You mean you're, like, adjusting the color and stuff. Yeah. Please. You need to go squire for uh, Sir Dolores. Dolores you need to right really learn about some balls. Golly. Um, um, anyway, so I guess we, we should okay. for real actually talk about the episode. And not there just were a lot show. of butts in this episode. I counted four. There were, yeah, so many. And it was well, equal opportunity you, butts. Is that, is, that, f- f- that, is that eight cheeks? Or is that... I mean, can we? I no, I feel I like we need there, to clarify. There was five. There was five. Five Wait, butts. No, we got okay, let's count Egret. butts right now. Eager butt. A little bit of a Jon Snow I'm butt. Jon Not Snow. very much, but it was there. Uh, we got to see that Squire's butt. Squire butt. We got to see Jamie oh, butt. Jay we got to see Brienne butt. Five butts. I forgot about Squire butt. Yeah. No, you can't forget about. Five we saw his penis butt. too. The Two thing girl is, butts and character. three boy butts. Also, does okay. Is showing the butt, are we considering that paying the iron price? I mean... Guys, we gotta move on. As long as it's a real <laughs> butt and not a, and not a butt double. Guys, I'm sorry. Please don't give us a bad review. And if this is the first episode you heard, only a third of them are like this. And then we usually get on, and we wait to talk about butts in the middle. But this is important. This I will, really you know important. what, I will chop this part out and put it at the end. There so, you uh, go. Can, can we keep talking about butts now? Okay, okay. As long as you do that. 
This is I'm, the best. I am removing the pictures that I put in there so I can put I can insert the enhanced version. What? <laughs> You're wasting your talents. What are you doing? This I'm, is... Yes, podcasting with you guys is wasting my talents. Oh, burn. <laughs> there. There's the enhanced version. It's still very dark, but come on. that it's His balls would be like... I don't know. His balls would be way lower I than that. I can't believe you could enhance it that well, though. It's uh, it's possible that his balls just could be shrunk up into himself. Yeah, I mean, he has been tortured for a while. Yeah, he's had a rough time. Okay, so I was trying to explain to somebody that, like, as a dude, seeing other dudes' butts is weird, because I never see my own butt. <laughs> I see mine sometimes in the like, mirror. <laughs> you look at it on purpose. <clears throat> yeah, I'm like, hello, what's going on back there? Oh, hell. Oh! Oh! <laughs> um... Anyway, I feel like you would see see more than we're seeing there. I guess is my point. I guess seeing butts is weird. I I will I yield the floor. He definitely has one of those uh, ball bags where he puts his his twigs, his berries, Thank and he hides you. his own private shame. Thank you. Is that not like one thousand times more awkward to be like I just put all my junk in this bag right here? I don't. Here. Know. I don't... Right, it's more I mean, I will be I will be the first to admit that I do not understand that situation down there. A penis? The all that. All that down there. I don't understand it. But the the second well, let's let's back up for a second. Cause when I first saw Jamie Lannister get going to like, you know, take his clothes off, get in the bathtub, I was like, Awesome. This is great <laughs> news. And he took this little like towel off and I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe we're gonna yeah. see it. And it cut away. And I was like, damn it. All right, well, butt. And it, like, really hones down his butt for, like, a while. Mm. And I didn't even notice oh the undercarriage until several seconds um, later. 